This is Dixie's Playground. I'm Trevor. Um, today's March 6th, but we're going to go ahead and say this is episode 8. Technically, I had one last night, mm-hmm. and that was technically episode 8, but we talked about it being episode 9 because we got our wires crossed. I'm going to publish this as episode 8, and the other one's going to be published <laughs> as episode 9. We were basically time traveling, people. Um, a little tired, but... Good day so far. I uh, traveled out here to Baton Rouge for my current guest to talk with him and reminisce and catch up and just have a different point of view on things. So if you want to go ahead and introduce yourself to the people. Uh, CJ, uh, 29, loves sports cards and Pokemon cards. Oh, you do Pokemon cards too, huh? Oh, yeah. I mean, I see some of your cards. but Charizard right there. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm really into cards right now. When did so did you just start getting the cards? I say like, like okay, this is when you start like kind so, of deep diving into it. So Gary V pushed me to sports cards. He didn't push me. He didn't, I had always had a fascination with sports cards since I was little, mm-hmm. but I never got into it because it was never a thing. Like, and, and my, growing up in Mamu, we didn't really have sports cards. I mean, there's no no. Like, it was, was mostly no just that. Magic and Yu-Gi-Oh. But that was still later. That was still high school. Yeah. You know? Oh yeah. For before me, that, there, yeah. before that, there was no. I think, because like there's a p- couple pawn shops in Mamu, and I think one of them would sell like bulk sports cards. Yeah. But like you didn't know what you were getting, and then even then, like I didn't know what the value like. Well, so and the, and the problem is like the the have the junk wax era, so like the late eighties, early nineties, mm-hmm. they overprodu- overproduce. Oh yeah. yeah and there's yeah. so little value in it. Mm-hmm. Like I have the most valuable card from the nineteen ninety uh, Don Russ baseball. Mm-hmm. It's twenty five dollars, and the thing is thirty years old. This card. Wow. $25. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I bought the whole box, thirty bucks. For a whole box. Nice. Yeah. Well, because there's so little value in it, mm-hmm. you know. And, like, the only way that thing is 25 bucks is if I spend 26 to get it encapsulated into a, a graded case. Yeah. So it's like I actually lose a dollar. Yeah. yeah, make 25, yeah. But, I mean, it's – I guess the, if you're doing it for money, then the hope is that the value will go up one day. Yeah, I mean, that's so. – uh, I mean, that's uh, that's Roberto Olivar, mm-hmm. Hall of Famer. He's played for a dozen teams. Like, gotcha. He just – you know, yeah, that nineteen. That's actually eighty-eight, I think. Maybe. Okay. Which, which, all those binders are different, like sets. Oh, there. nice. And then there's some more back here. Mm-hmm. I just did that one last night. It's a mm-hmm. 90, 90, 91 yeah. basketball. I know how that feels, man. I, I uh, years, years, I say years back, three, four years ago, when I was living in Opelousas, I organized like all my magic cards. That box over there is magic cards on the floor. Yeah. Nice. That's just rare, or that's just commons. They got a binder full yeah. of rares. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I still have a binder full of rares slash. Uh, that uh, white box right there is Magic Pokemon cards mm-hmm. on sale, like listed online. Nice. But uh, yeah, I got Mythics and rares in one binder, uncommons in another, and I've got thousands of commons. But I actually went through my commons, color coded them, and then put them in order based on mana value. <laughs> Oh wow! That's oh yeah. Nice. I spent I spent like a weekend. Yeah, I about to say that's like that's. Oh yeah, time. yeah. And I I, mean, I was still playing at the time. I don't I don't I can't really play I, anymore. I, I I always enjoyed Magic, but unless you're up on the meta, yeah, you lose. Like it's, my my best wanna, Yeah, if you want to have a, worth a fuck. yeah, if you want to have like a friendly game with someone and you don't really care about what cards they have, you can do that. But to be in the tournaments to to play the ranked games, um. 
you got to be on the up and up. Like even draft tournaments, you have to be like looking at message boards, looking at yeah. card lists, and just figuring out strategies. Yeah. You can't just like wing it. Like, yeah. Well, like one of my one of my favorite decks that I had was like a, a mono black deck, mm-hmm. and um, it had uh, a card called like Underworld Dreams, mm-hmm. where um, like if you I forget what what it would do, but like basically my deck would make like would have Howling Mind, so it'd make you draw an extra card. But for every card you draw, you had to, like, lose a life or something like that. Yeah, real life, life, life. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, um, so I would push it, and I had this one-mana-cost creature card as a 1-1, one, one, but, like, its ability was, it was an uncommon card, but its ability basically you could have as many as you want instead of just being uh, limited like, to like four. Like the Apostles of Disciple. Yeah, well, it might, that might have been what it was. Uh, it's so a 1-1, one, one, you can have it limited, yep. and you can sacri- you have to like sacrifice 10 or something like that to call out Apostle. Uh, oh, I don't I don't know if I had that, that ability. It might have been something else, but I, I had this card. So I, I had like a bunch of those in this deck, had a bunch of enchantments to make you draw cards, lose life, mm-hmm. and, and all this other stuff. And then I'd have an equipment called Skull Clamp. And Skull Clamp was like uh, one to play, one to equip, uh, the creature you would equip it to would get a plus one, negative one. Mm-hmm. But whenever that creature w- would die, you can draw two cards. So The owner could draw two cards, or you could draw two cards? Like the owner, oh, because you're equipping yeah, it. So yeah, because I'm yeah. equipping it to mine, which I could equip it to the other one. But the whole point was I would literally, because it's a one-one creature, so I would equip it, sack the creature, draw two cards, and then just rinse and repeat. And then every time i draw cards, they would suffer. And then I'd have a bunch of creatures, and then I had a Mortivore, which was like a rare creature who's it was like XX power toughness mm. uh, equal to the amount of creatures in your graveyard. Oh, shit. and it had trample. Oh, a black trample. It was fuck. very weird. That's so rare. So, and then I had another one that was a it was like a flying creature. I forget the name of it, but it was the same thing. Like it was a power toughness equal to the creatures in your graveyard. Um, but when it came out, you would get that many one one flying token creatures. Yeah. Okay. Also, I, I, I think you, you that remember sounds, it. Yeah. Sounds yeah. It was something along those lines. And um, but skull clamps is now a banned card. Oh, I, I would have won. I would have. Oh, it's overpowered. Like yeah. anything that allows you to draw two cards like that is most certainly op. Well, I, I, um, one which of my favorite. I understand, yeah, but one of my favorite decks is the Sanguine Bond deck. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Sanguine Bond yeah, does? Yeah, so yeah. I have a Sanguine Bond Vampire deck, mm-hmm. and I use, uh, it's, I forgot, it's a, I don't know if it's a rare or what, but it's an older uh, black, uh, uh, black card, and it's, um, so it, it, the ability is when you cast it, your opponent loses half their life. Okay. The kicker, if you tap two untapped vampires, mm-hmm. is your opponent, uh, you now gain all that life. So in a junction nice. with Sangley Bond, you take all their life, you and mm-hmm. then when you gain life, your opponent loses life. Yeah. So it's a double. It's a. It's a. It's yeah. A one point. Yeah. It's, it's a, kill. It doesn't matter what yeah. their health is. Yeah. If their health is yeah. infinity. You take away half infinity, mm-hmm. and then you take away the other half of yeah. infinity. So technically, you would yeah. win. Yeah. Whenever you have mechanics like that, which is game breaking, they they. But they were so far in sets. Like they were like the the set difference was so high. Oh yeah, yeah. Because because yeah. uh, this was like M- MG or not MG. Um, like Magic fifteen or yeah 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 like the, series the, whatever yeah it was, yeah it was yeah um, so like every year they would drop a um, and the, an edition it was yes. like a fifteenth edition Va- uh, vampire child or something I got you yeah and that was later two, on two two one mm-hmm. vampire with life yeah. link like, I knew that was whole, whole I knew a guy who had a Merfolk deck and he would create an infinite was a loop. kidder 
It wasn't Kidder, <laughs> which, well, Kidder probably had something like that for sure. But, you, had uh, a, you had a kinfolk deck long time ago. I did. It was it was a nice kinfolk deck. We'll go, we'll go into that a little bit. Um, but he had this merfolk deck, and he would just create an infinite loop because one of the mofreks, the merfolk had a, an, like an untap ability. Instead mm-hmm. of tap, it was an untap. Yeah. And, like, you could cross it with a tap ability, and then you would just, it would basically allow you to build up uh, mana, mana. And then you just fireball. So it's especially now, especially yeah. now that there's no mana burn, like yeah, they they mm-hmm. removed. Yeah, they got rid of mana burn. They got rid of uh, like hive mind for slivers. They got rid of that that that, that the card. enchantment hive uh, mind that makes all creatures slivers. Is that what it, is that what it is? Well, it would it would make all the creatures you have on your side get the abilities of all the slivers. Like basically, it would make them slivers. And the way the because the wording on the old slivers was it was all slivers get this. Yes. Yeah. Now it's all slivers you control get this. So even if you were to make, well, the difference is, is oh, because then you're giving yeah. Their, because the way it used to play out is if you had slivers and I had slivers, we would literally just buff each other up mm-hmm. because all slivers on the field, no matter whether you owned them or not, not would get those they would buffs. Get the buffs. Yeah, yeah. So a hive mind would give all my creatures buffs, and like I had that like my elf deck, my famous elf deck. Yes, maybe um, that's an elf deck. I'm thinking of. that's. Well, no, you had a kinfolk deck. the kinfolk deck was was pretty good too, but it was a little more basic. Mm. Um, but like my, my elf deck was the insane. Well, Lorwyn—that's the first series I remember playing. Magic yeah, well, that's full time. Like that—that that was that that block was I think the first block that we had in the lair. Lorwyn. Lore, it was Lorwyn, Morning Tide, Morning Tide, Tide, and Evening Tide. I remember those cards a lot. Were, were the, and then the fifteenth edition came after that. Mm. Mm. I think, and then some other ones. Um, but I bought a lot of Lorwin, a lot of Lorwin, specifically. With uh, like me and Mike bought a ton. Like we go from, I think we went to some comic shop in Alexandria and fucking. There was there was two. We I've bought been we bought like a whole booster box worth of of booster packs. So and that's how I built my my famous elf deck. Yeah. Which did. You know what it was. Who was I playing against? Playing against somebody. And I sh- I could have ended it like early on. But he wanted to just play it out to see what would happen. And his deck was actually really good. Like he, he almost. If I didn't have a, like a million life or a hundred thousand yeah. life. Yeah. He would have he would have probably got me. But I did. Towards the end of it I did like eight million damage to him. And I had like a hundred thousand life. <laughs> But I mean, my elf deck was all about just building tokens. Mm-hmm. But what what the cool thing was is with I had like vigor, which all creatures I control, if they take damage, you can negate the damage and add a plus one plus one counter to it. So yeah, is that what the vigor did? Yeah, mm-hmm. that's so what remember those did. Dude, those those the vigor and the other vigor purity. Uh, those were fucking. They had one for each color. They were a fucking terrible to deal with. Now they're like not. They're like, nah, that's alright. The problem is, is they cost like that's a six mana cost, and three of those are specific mana. So like mm-hmm. vigor was literally three forest, three uh, colorless. Because yours was not mono, right? You had it was it green white or was it green black? It was green black. I think I made it mono towards the end because the black cards weren't really serving me As enough good. justice. Yeah. I could have kept them in, but well, towards the end I had. Um, I had cards that would uh. Well, like uh, what's that card that allows all your mana to tap for anything? Yeah, I actually have. I've sold uh, one or two of them. Okay. Well, 
Well, that, and that's that's the whole thing. Like I, uh, well, I had one where like you could tap mana for anything. I had another one where you could store mana up at the end of your turn. Oh fuck! Like if you could just tap it and it would go into a pool. So I always had a reservoir of mana. Like after a while, and with my elf deck, like because there's elves where you can tap tap an elf and gain mana, stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. So I mean, I had all kinds of shit in that deck at, at one point. Um, but like coat of arms was what helped beef it up because coat of arms was basically like for every creature you have on the field, if they share a creature type with another creature, they both get a plus one plus one for that same creature type. So if they're all elves, then they're all getting plus one plus ones for each. Even essentially, if I have ten elves, each elf is getting plus it's nine ten. plus nine. Yeah. Because you're getting for each other. Yeah. And then I would just they had Elvis Promenade, which would yeah. however many elves you have on the on the field, you put that many one one tokens of elves. I had all of that, and then the reason I had um black was for Diabolic Tutor. To search for whatever. So I could search for, for Elvis Promenade, and then there was another card, and that one was actually a green white card. Now that I think about it, so it might have been a three color, but what I did was I splashed black and white in there. Yeah. So, because, like, it wasn't a true, it was just, like, there's a couple of these mana. Otherwise, I have these green cards that allow me to tap for any mana. Mm-hmm. So, I would do that. But, uh, it wasn't Pondrite Wings. I forget the name of the card. But it was a green-white card, and it basically, it would allow me to do the same thing, which is double the amount of tokens I have on the field. And it had a buyback cost. So and the buyback cost was a lot. But by the point, that point, like, I could mana pay. Mana wasn't a thing. Yeah, wasn't mana wasn't an issue for yeah. me. So I could pay eight and just buy it back from the graveyard. And so like I could do Elvis Promenade four times, buy back, put play the other card four times, buy back for another four, and then I had four other cards that would allow me to take cards from my graveyard, which I'd just take Elvis Promenade again. Yep. So that's how I would get like a million elves. <laughs> You're constantly know? cycling the same cards. Pretty much, and then it was well. It was hard to kill these these cards, like these elves too, because of coat of arms. They were all strong, mm-hmm. and then like you know, because bigger would keep them running. And then what I also had was I had uh, uh let's see, I had like uh, I forget it was called Stilly Resolve. So basically, it was like a two mana enchantment, but you choose a creature type, and that creature has uh, protection from direct damage. So I just mm. choose Elemental Incarnation as a creature type. So, like, they couldn't target my Vigor to kill it. So they'd have to do, like, a yeah. map. Because you, know, you have targeted spells. Yeah, the board you'd have, to do, burn, you'd have yeah. to do global burns. Yeah. You know? uh, and even then, like, I had other things to kind of constituency, you know. And the funny thing is, is you could wipe the board, and then I can drop another 10 L's on you. Because at that point, if I have 10 mana... And I had I had like Howling Mind in that deck too, yeah, yeah, so yeah, I was yeah. drawing extra, you know. That deck was wild, <laughs> um, but I eventually when I stopped playing, I uh, I took all my decks apart and just put them into a binder, yeah, yeah, and yeah. A sleep cover. Yeah, that's nice. And I have a couple decks made, but they're all just my collection. So, but uh, I can appreciate the card collecting aspect of it. It's, I, I, I still it. enjoy opening boosters. I just can't justify paying for them when I don't even play. You well, know what that, I'm saying? Like you, like the newest set, you're just like, well, I, I mean, I might buy this one booster and never touch the set again. It's mm-hmm. kind of, you know, unless I draw, you know, a, you know, 
Not even. Well, they came out with a new rare, too, that in the last couple of sets. Oh, did they? They came out with... Uh, it's not a mythic rare, but it's a step above that. I don't... They okay. did, like, full arts. They started doing, like, full art rare. Oh, okay. And, like, I mean, I mean, they're trying to compete with, like, the full art Pokemon cards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Which, I mean, that's cool. Like, I don't have an issue with that. Um... But from a from a like from mythic a rares, game. they did the planeswalker he- like planeswalkers are he- heavy heavy now. They're mythic rares too. Yeah, but, and, just, and, but they, instead of having one for each though. color, or like yeah. they were like, well, we'll have yeah. four for each. Yeah, color. or we'll have multiple multiple colors. Which, I mean, as far as progression Sorry, for multi-color. for it's blue red one and all. Mm-hmm. I well, I have I have some. I have uh, browser rack. I think it's blue red. Like when I I think it was fifteenth edition, maybe or sixteenth edition. I forget which edition. But like I got two Garooks. I have a, and I some, and I have one that's a hollow group mm-hmm. too, and I, at the time it was like a fifty dollar color. I don't know what they were now. It's probably still the same because I, the, I I don't know. I don't know if they oversaturated because well, you know how they they'll release a new set and then like they're like you're, gar- more yeah, you're you're guaranteed to get this this Jace. Mm-hmm. So like Jace's value goes down because yeah. all you literally have to do is buy, buy a deck, deck and you get it. Yeah. So uh. Like you said, like market saturation is just a pain. Well, in the one ass. of the things they did with Pokemon is they actually in the decks they released. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's the same. So Pokemon cards are basically broken down. You have your basic version, then you mm-hmm. have a reverse hollow. So instead of the picture being holographic, mm-hmm. the whole the, the everything but the picture is. Holographic. Oh really? Wow. Yeah, it's okay. called reverse hollow. And what they did was in the decks. They released the rares. Mm-hmm. One of the rares is be cracked ice. So the picture is a different type of hollow. Mm-hmm. So you technically have a regular hollow, the reverse hollow, and then the cracked ice version. So the deck actually was its own exclusive rare. So it actually brought value to it in a different way. Because gotcha. now you can only get that one type of rare mm-hmm. in the in the decks. Mm-hmm. So now me, now I'm fucking buying decks. <laughs> yeah. Now I'm buying. There's a well, and, and that's that's my thing. Uh, you know. I would love to do it, but like you said, like, and the thing is, is if you're casually playing Magic, it's not an issue. But if you want to play League, if you want to play, um, what's it, what's it called? Like competitively, like yeah. Like, well, there's there's is it modern? Yeah, uh, I think it's modern. Standard. Standard. It's standard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To play standard, play. They bump the sets you can use every year. They move it up. Yeah, they move. So it there's le- move it up So and I have sets like. None of my sets from years. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like at this point, I imagine none of my sets, none of my cards are standard right now. Yeah. So and then so when we played back in the day, they would release like two card sets within a block. Yeah. Or three, but throughout the year, and now they're doing like double that. So to stay up with standard, you gotta buy a lot of cards, or instead of buying boosters, you just do singles. I guess I don't know. So so boosters are expensive. Because it's the same thing with Pokemon. Like I'm, I don't build decks. I actually play the Pokemon training card game online. Mm. It's a lot funner. Yeah. Uh, so less less hassle, I'd imagine. Well, every every single thing of Pokemon you buy comes with a, a card mm. to get that exact same thing digitally. You, oh, don't, get, you okay. don't get the same cards. It's just mm. a random pack of the same. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But like every booster pack you buy cool, in there, there's a little trading card mm-hmm. with a code. Yeah. You type that code into mm-hmm. the game online. And they give you a booster pack, or like I got you, you buy like the value pack. Yeah, yeah. Do the same thing. Which that's one thing I, I do. I have enjoyed was uh, like Magic the Gathering coming out with an online game. Uh, they have a couple. They, they have a couple of them, but they're just like the Magic is too slow. I find it's way too slow. Yep. And it's the same thing. If you haven't been playing it forever and you're just starting, you're not going to compete with people. Nope. Because they they're going to have all these mm-hmm. other booster packs they've already opened with cards. It's like it's it, it makes casual play. 
next to nothing. Yeah, no, it's either, like, it's, it's kind of standard or bust. Yeah, he still plays Magic to this day. Really, all the time. Really, wow. But now That's the cool. big thing between people other than tournaments is Commander decks. Mm-hmm. The hundred card commander. Yeah, yeah. That's all they play now. Mm-hmm. Like that's all his. He lives in Shreveport. That's all his friends in Shreveport play. I got you. You know, and I, I mean, I enjoy Magic, but I don't have the the time no, to sit there or, and, and buy. And, all and, these well, and like my thing is, once I had a family, like I didn't have the money to, to pour into stuff. Like I can't can't you justify couldn't justify because there was other things dropping that you a couple hundred dollars. Yeah. When, when I need to buy, I'd rather buy the newest Call of Duty when it comes out yeah, in six yeah. months. and I can get like. You know, two hundred hours of play on on the new Call of Duty, game, yeah. and then to, for Magic just to keep up, I gotta buy new shit all the time. You so have to be constantly buy. Plus, you have to you have to like be looking at shit. Mm-hmm. You know, I remember when Fat Packs came with two boxes. Now they only come with one. Like, mm-hmm. like man, this is like jipping me off. Yeah, because Pokemon now has them, but they call them trainer boxes. Okay, same concept. Yeah, moves yeah, packs, yeah, yeah. all that. Love it. Yeah, Fat Packs were always fun with Magic. Too, much, too many lands, but yeah, because they give you, you ten new packs. They give you, you game like two. Yeah, they give you some packs. They give Matter of fact, in that box, there's a pack yeah. and the clear plastic still, still in there, right? Still in yeah. there. I didn't oh, even do it. I got I like, mana oh, for days. Um, and then sometimes they give you like a dice to correlate. Like I, I think I still have some like a Lorwyn dice somewhere. Yeah, like the like Pokemon comes so. with a coin, mm-hmm. um, deck sleeves, uh. Dividers, dividers. Yeah. yeah. A coin. All right, I said a coin. Um, sometimes they come with a dice and then a box. Yeah. And then they come with, you know, energy that's, and, that's, and then that's what like the, the old school magic ones would come with. They come with deck deck dividers too. Really? But that was probably before Lorwyn. Yeah. Yeah, because I don't ever remember them. No, happening. but I, you could buy them. But. Well, like I uh, like one of my episodes with Ricky, and I bought his collection. His came with some sleeves, like some deck divider sleeves mm-hmm. with art and everything else on it, mm-hmm. and those are pretty cool. So I think I still have them somewhere. But um, I mean, it's a lot of fun. It's just it's hard to keep up with that. So I played a couple of times. I try. I go back and I do. Um, like set release, uh, like draft tournaments. Draft like tournaments, I, essentially. See, I, always I never did good. Draft, I always did the draft <laughs> tournaments, but I want to do draft tournaments where you look at no cards until they're in your hand. Yeah, that's the funnest way because mm-hmm. it's it's everyone's on the same playing field. Yeah, because no one is having to like they're not looking for anything. Mm-hmm. They're just looking. Like, oh look, these cards are cool. I'm gonna take this one. Yeah, or you'd be yeah. like me and always take the rare. Just that way when I well, leave, I have the well, whole stack. A lot of people would do that. You know, it's. It depends on the rare. Like you're not gonna pass up a twenty five dollar card, you know, even if it doesn't match with your deck. So yes, yeah, so you like, well, yeah, I'm it's not like, passing this. Well, one. I guess I'm making a red white deck. Mm-hmm. You know, that was the hardest thing was actually making multicolored decks in drafts because you end up having to, mm-hmm. but because of every like later in the in the boosters, you're having to make multicolored decks because that's all that's left. Yep. You know, I the one tournament that I was gonna do was from oh man not uh i forgot the set but it was probably 2015 2016 mm-hmm. uh i was gonna do a tournament in baton rouge but i ended up having to work so like i was gonna come and do a draft tournament i had built a green monocolored Nathila, the, the 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 god or whatever, mm-hmm. like they created this god series out. Yeah. And like I had built this. Me and uh, Nick T. Garman went up to. Oh yeah. Went went up to Alexandria, went to the car shop, and we I literally bought 
Seder Boons, and I bought uh-huh. all the cards. I spent like 30, 40 bucks just on the cards for this one green deck. Mm-hmm. And it's it's in it's here somewhere. It's somewhere, yeah. It's badass. Yeah, 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 it's yeah. one of my favorite decks now, even playing. It's got the it's got a Hydra that's um, X and two or something mm-hmm. like that that it has protection for blue cannot be countered gotcha. like protection for blue and also can't be countered yeah like I'm like, oh, I like that's that nice. yeah. yeah yeah and it's just a badass deck but now it's like well it's mono green so yeah well it, magic waxes and wanes a little bit because uh, like Lorwyn was was speed based and mono mm. with pretty much all the stuff that it came out with yeah. So they went hard into into like the your Ravnica colors. and the, that series yeah. is all multicolored. Yeah, I the dual set colors right after, the what was the set right after Evening Tide? But it was like it was it was like blue, white, black. Yeah, it was yeah that's well, it. and that's where they they slowed the game down because what they did they started coming out with tricolors, you know, mm-hmm. like triple color uh, decks or multicolors we call them, and uh, that's where they started kind of slowing stuff down. Because you you had really fast play. I mean, like you're talking like easy five turn decks in lower win and stuff like that. You know, cheap stuff, strong stuff. And they're like, all right, we're gonna go ahead and slow game playing down a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, and make things a little bit tougher. Well, because if you uh, play, because I always like playing Burley up until the later years. Yeah. Because I built decks for Burley. Yeah, we we yeah, built yeah. big mana. We built we built that fun. And then as we progressed in the Magic world, like we started building more mana conscious decks. Mm-hmm. Where it's like. You know, this six mana card is probably going to weigh a lot less. Man, I, oh, we should spend a lot of time into deck building, mm-hmm. like especially like me and Mike. You know, we would fucking, you know, because I mean at that that point, it was like tournament play decks for forty cards, and then they bumped it up to sixty. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and like you were literally just okay. Let's see what I can make. Well, if you have 10 good cards that you like, that's 40 cards. Because yep. if, if you like them, you're gonna get 40. unless they're legendaries, and, you, you know, normally if you have, because legendaries, you can only play one legendary at a time. Yeah. So you two. you you might put two in the deck. Yeah. So if one gets scrapped, you have a backup. Um, but for the most part, 10 cards you like, four of those, that's 40 cards. And then you're probably doing a, at least a two to one mana ratio. So yeah, your other 20 cards are probably mana. So there, there's your deck. Yep. So yep. you need to make a, a, a decent strategy with 10 cards. Yeah. So, and if you're really good, well, you can, you know, not always. I mean, you can, you can carve some of those cards down to two a piece if they're commons. Depending, or, yeah. You know, um, or three, and then, you know, there's all kinds of ways to do it. Uh, like splashing, which is basically, well, this is mostly a green deck, but I, ha- I put a little bit of white in there and a little bit of black, just enough to get, like, these few cards off. Yeah. That require one white. One or white, one black. black. So, and then, well, and that's, like, around that time is when they came out with those lands where, like, you put the land into play tapped and you get two counters on it. And oh. then it untaps and then you can spin one of those counters. To get any. For any or, or yeah. a green. Those were very popular. Yeah. And then shortly after that is when they came out with the dual lands. Where you which have, like, they would come in tapped. But when they would untap, you could tap it for either land, one of those Lands are actually, what you're talking about like selling prices wise? Like lands are yeah. some of the most oh, yeah. popular cards. Well, those legendary lands, rare lands. Some of those foils, man, that $20 a piece, $30 yeah. a piece. I've, I've heard of some. I got a, a card from... I don't even know what set is sold. It's mm-hmm. not that old, but like early two thousands. That's forty dollars. Yeah, and it's just it's been sitting in my body. I didn't know. I was like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I had no idea. Yep. Yep. Like never fucking use it in any of my decks. It was nope. such a bad it was card. Just, it was just sitting there. Yeah, and then I'm like, so, it was, you know, 
It was it was during the Artifact Creature series. I got you. Way like, yeah. before um, it was in that set where mm-hmm. they had a lot. Everything was Artifact Creatures. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I forget the name of that series, but I had a deck from that because I had the. Because uh, that's where uh, the Starburst deck. Yes, yeah, Starburst. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. That whole set. That Start set. with the M. Starburst. I forget what the what the set was called, but. Basically, like you said, like all artifact creatures, all artifact creature based. equipments, enchantments, um, a lot of shuffling of counters. Because the whole point of the starburst or the sunburst or whatever it was called was, was plus one, plus one, was yeah. plus one, plus ones. And then you had you had artifacts where it let you transfer plus one, plus ones from one creature to another and yeah. different stuff like that. Um, it was very interesting. And I had bought, I think I bought a deck or two online and used those to build a couple decks. Mm-hmm. And then. I built one deck and it was actually pretty good. And then I think I sold it to somebody at the lair because they really liked it. Mm-hmm. And I forget what they were willing to pay for it. Probably got like a hundred bucks off of that. Yeah, hundred bucks. There you go. Yeah. Well, which some of the cards I put in there, it might have been worth that much. But I mean, I was like, here. Hundred of a hand worth. I already had the cards, yeah. so you know. The value of things is only what someone's willing to pay exactly. for. Exactly. Yeah. And I wasn't. It was a fun deck, but I wasn't that partial to it, so it wasn't hard to just let it go. And you just rec- if you ever really wanted it, you just regret it. You yep, just, you just pretty much. Go uh, online, go to the there's store. something because I, I love, I love, like, like I said, I like, I like buying boosters. I like, yeah. you know, the randomness and yeah. getting excited off of getting these cards. It's fun, but if you if you have an idea of the deck you want to build, it's cheaper to go online and buy the cards. Yep, TCG player, so, Troll Troll. like Mike's. Mike's fucking mill deck, that like two hundred card mill deck he had. Mm-hmm. Like he bought a lot of those cards online. But yeah. Mike Mike dropped some money on some cards online though, back in the day. But he had some mean fucking decks, or like that zero turn deck, which wasn't tournament legal, but he could beat you if he drew first. He he would probably beat you most yeah. of the time. If not, he'll beat you by like turn two. It's insane. I can't imagine. I can't. I don't have the. The reservoir of knowledge to build decks like that, I, and I don't have the patience. I just want monocolor. Let's get it. Yes. Yeah. Let's have. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. So I and like yeah, and that's why I like draft tournaments because you can just open up some boosters, pick a card, yeah. round table, and then go against people. You know, if you got really lucky and got an awesome card, great. If not, well, let's see what your your deck. Let's see what your, your your deck of commons. So, yeah. yeah. Which I don't. The last couple times I, I lose my ass off, but the problem is I haven't played in years, and I have no idea what the cards are. The new are. abilities, the, and, the, like and, the newer abilities. And I go play, and I go play, and I lose almost every time. I'm like, well, it was fun. I don't, I don't know what War Surge is, you know. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. I don't uh, know what this is. Explain it to me. Yeah. Fuck. I'm trying like uh, that's what Aaron like. Aaron will be in a Discord call and be like, man, I'm doing this. I'm like, what the fuck is that ability? Like, yeah. never heard of that ability. Yeah. No. He's like, oh, it's all, all warriors get this. I'm like, okay. What's a warrior? No, <laughs> no you know no. stuff like that, um, and it's so crazy because at the lair, I used to know the rules so well that like we, you know, I'd officiate for some of the tournaments, yeah, yeah. you know, which was part of the job. Kidder wanted us to be up to date, which yeah. is why I learned how to play Yu-Gi-Oh. So, yeah. uh, which I had, I had a couple good decks in Yu-Gi-Oh. I, I, wasn't had a, I had an Undead Exodia deck forever. I don't know what the fuck happened to it. I don't know. Oh, I, uh, well, I found my Yu-Gi-Oh cards, and then um, I ended up, I don't know, I just, I didn't know at the time, like, I couldn't get in, in reach with anybody who wanted them, so I gave them to uh, a gaming lounge in Lafayette. Mm. Uh, I went there a couple times. That's where I, I played, like, my last draft tournament. Mm. 
and um, it was a husband wife couple, and they were both welders, and they gave up well, like they saved all their money, gave up welding, and opened up this gaming shop. So, and they had, I think, stayed fairly busy on Friday, Saturday night, like when I went for the draft tournaments, and uh, I was cleaning out, you know, like a, a little walk-in closet for our bedroom, and I was just cleaning the whole area out, and I came across the cars. I'm like, I'm never gonna play this again. So, and then I had some uh, Naruto game. Cards. Never got into Naruto. I played it a couple of times, but there's nobody else that was buying it. So I just gave it to him. <laughs> and the husband wasn't there, and I knew him better, but his wife was there. So I just handed her the cards. I was like, here, just get it to somebody who wants to play. You yeah. know, help, help him start out. And she's like, are you serious? Well, yeah, I don't, I don't want to sell them to you. Just here. Here you go. Yeah. You know, I'm, not, I'm never going to play with it. No. Same, with, same thing with the Naruto cards. And, uh, you know, that was just me being like, hey, I hope let someone else find some joy in this, you know, or get them started down this path, even as dangerous as it can be. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No, yeah, so, yeah. It's, um, I mean, magic can be a monetary black hole. I mean, that's what sports cards are. Yeah. I mean, the sports card market's a little different because um, it's less about what the – so, like, Pokemon, Magic, Yu-Gi-Oh, all those mm-hmm. cards are sitting around. The most value are the cards that are, like, that play the best yeah. in-game. Mm-hmm. I guess I guess sports cards are kind of like that too. Is your best cards are Hall of Famers, yep. typically rookie cards of that Hall of Famer, mm-hmm. or the hype rookie cards. So like last year for baseball, the rookie cards were both Bo Bichette, Louis Louis Roberts, uh, Gavin Lux, yeah, um, uh, uh, Jordan Alvarez from Houston, and then uh, uh, Kyle Lewis mm-hmm. out of Seattle. Like, that was the big five. Mm-hmm. That's where everybody was spending their money to buy rookie cards. Yeah. You know? And then everything else after that was low value. Then you have, like, parallels where you have, like, numbered cards and mm-hmm. autograph cards. Mm-hmm. And, like, there's, oh, yeah. like, I mean, it's a 330-card Series 1 set. They come with two series a year, you know? And there's a base version and then 12 different variations of the same base yeah. version. It's, it's remarkable. It's a lot, man. See, like, I think the only thing that's ever appealed to me with the sports card was recently, uh, so, like, I run a sports debate page on Facebook. Yeah. It's a group or whatever, and we've been running for a long time. Well, one of the other admins, he collects, like, NFL cards, and, uh, but what I like about those is some of them come with, like, a piece of the game-worn jersey. Yep. I like that. I would buy those, I think, yeah, more I than have, anything. Like, I have I just one. don't know who sells them. <laughs> I guess well, so. the, uh, you buy them online, or like this one. This is actually was called a graded card. Or like this. Gotcha. Like Barry Bonds. Yeah. Bat, yeah. The bases from that yeah. tournament. Yeah, and these were worth putting in a... Wow, that's pretty cool. Oh, it's base plate? Yeah, it's a base plate. Base and plate. And then this has actual jersey. That's like a game-worn jersey. But yeah. if you look at the bottom left-hand corner... Mm-hmm. The one fifteen. One of fifteen. There's only yeah. fifteen of those. Oh wow! Time. Okay, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like this one right. Which here. I can see the value in that. So these two, I'm gonna get off to sit, to get graded like that. So and this is a nine point five. Wow. Okay. Yeah. It's a, I mean the Barry Bonds played from two thousand two. Uh, one of ten. Okay. Yeah, and like Joey Bart's a hot rookie from this year, so all of his stuff is really expensive. Mm-hmm. And then you look at that one. Oh, one of one. Yeah, there's, oh, the, there's only one gold vinyl Don Russ, or that's a uh, uh, Buster Posey. Buster Posey optic. There's only mm-hmm. one of those. And I have it's right there. 
That's awesome. That, that's where. See, and like I could, I could have a, I could have an appreciation for that kind of thing. Even though I'm not a huge baseball, like I don't watch a lot of baseball. Um, but this is the same thing for every sport. Yeah, basketball. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the same thing. Um, but like that's one of the things I found appealing about like sports card memorabilia was like you give me a jersey, something that's cool, relevant from the game. Yeah, I would love to buy that. Unfortunately, the lower end. Like the lower end stuff, they're they're not game worn. Mm-hmm. What they call they call them player worn. Okay, so well, what, that's they do fine. Is, what they do is they basically put it on, mm-hmm. take it off, and they cut it up and put it in the car. Yeah, which still cool. I they still technically wore. I wouldn't mind that. Which, well, honestly, you think the the value would just be this is a game worn jersey and this is a player worn jersey, and the game worn ver- version is actually because you can have you know, some more like dirt, right? like you see like well, that's what I'm saying. On. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Or grass stains or yeah, yeah. or whatever. That's pretty cool. Um so, um, I would like to, I would like to collect those. And you just, it, I, 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 you, I it's a live and learn. Mm-hmm. Cause I kind of fucked up and I, uh, went a little haywire with score football, mm-hmm. which is not, a, I mean, not a great brand. It's not a bad brand. It's, it's made by, um, tops, but. Yeah, well, I think tops is one of the, one of the, tops the, and Panini, the general ones, right? Tops and Panini are your two tops. Okay. Your, your two top tier. Okay. Yeah. Um, that's your two top brands. Mm-hmm. And then there's uh, there's two dozen offsets of tops in, in Panini. You know? Okay. Like the one of one was was Panini Optics. Okay. But they also have Panini Donruss, which look exactly the same, other than the finish and then the logos is different. Okay. But Donruss and Optic, that's like Optic is the upscale version of Donruss. Gotcha. It's the same. Okay. And then like Tops has. Series one, National Treasure. Yeah, like which I think I'm more more familiar with Tops more than anything. I guess I think it's the one I see at Walmart. And Tops, <laughs> Tops actually has an exclusive on on baseball. Oh really? So okay. it the MLBPA the has paid for uh, the exclusive rights, or the MLB has paid for exclusive rights to Tops. Okay. So if you look at anything that's Panini or other mm-hmm. than Tops, it just says Toronto. Or Atlanta, or Los oh, Angeles. It doesn't say okay. you know Atlanta you. Braves. Yeah, it's yeah, only yeah, trademarked yeah. via the, yeah. the PA mm-hmm. of the of MLB, not the actual MLB. Whereas Tops has an exclusive rights and has them all. But like Panini has all the other sports, basketball. Okay. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, shit's wild, man. It's fun. Have it's been, addicting. Yeah. Have you been keeping up with the Saints in the off season? I'm more watching. I'm, I'm a Niners. Or? Yeah, I'm a, I'm a Niners fan, but oh, well, I, do, I do. Pull no, for, I do. I <laughs> do. I do pull for the Saints because all of my family are Saints fans. Yeah, well, other than me and my dad. How did you become a, a Niners fan? That's from California. So I'm a Lakers oh, and Giants. Okay, and okay. okay, that makes sense now. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like my buddy just sent me a message saying, uh, "Demario Davis and Cam Jordan restructured to get more their contracts. They, they're to trying save, to get somebody to save like 13 million. Yeah, in cap space. They're trying to get somebody. They, and then, I mean, they they dropped Jared Cook. They dropped Josh Hill. They needed to. Well, Josh Hill, I was surprised. I didn't realize, but that was a cap casualty. Um, was he that? Was he that much money? I don't know. The problem is Josh Hill's been with us for a long time, mm. and he's a steady guy. Like he's not someone who's flashy. He's not going to yeah. catch you eight hundred yards and five touchdowns. I mean, we haven't had uh, we the Saints haven't really had a good tight end since Jimmy Graham. <sighs> Pretty much. I mean, Cook Cook's not bad, but Cook had fumble. He drops. He drops. And, and that's the problem. Yeah. Like he makes some big plays. Look, he did some good things for us. But like the fumbles, man, and he's just older now, and like yeah. so, like, 
And then we, we went. The out. writing was on the wall. Yeah, the writing was on the wall either way. Regardless of what happened in the playoffs, like he was pretty much going to be gone this yeah. year anyway. And then uh, we went and drafted Troutman. And I think he's going to be good. Troutman. Yeah, he's a rookie. I forget where he's from. He's a good rookie. He was good. A good like he was a good uh, college tight end. So I think I think they like him. And I wouldn't be surprised if they go out and get uh, like Kyle Rudolph, who the Vikings let go. Or they probably get him for a, D, a cheap too. I don't know, but the, I, right That's now on the table because we'll he's see, not right, Minnesota's yeah, not resigning yeah, him. Yeah. Well, right now the Saints are just trying to get out of cap hell because they're trying to get. That. Well, even with Breeze restruct, like saying okay, like restructuring the one mil, but he's going to retire, so it's not going to matter. But are they have has he come out and said he's retired? Or not they? yet. But see, what happened was is we owed him, for, uh, we owed him like twenty something mil, regardless if you know. If this year, or not, either yeah. way. Well, if you retire, it'd be different. Like, because once you retire, you're no longer like you void basically your the money contracts. That you're but so, but the, the Saints still hold still the, the Saints. The, the, the team still owns the right to you if you come back. Yeah, yeah. is is how it works. So, but basically, what what Breeze did was is like, look, I'm just gonna go ahead and restructure right now. That way, because he's getting paid, like his contract is now league minimum for quarterback. Mm. And the, re- the reason he did that was so the Saints could automatically say, this is how much money we have. And then when he retires, it, it'll still be the same. Like, they'll get that $1 million, But yeah. um, essentially, it allows him to, to play with the cap space now as opposed to when he has, has to, to retire. retire. Yeah. So, but he saved that. I mean, that saved us 20 24 mil. Mm-hmm. But see, we were in the hole for like 90 mm. Like, we were over the cap by like 90 But the problem with that is because every, all the teams – Thought that the cap was going to increase, but because of COVID, it decreased. It decreased, yeah. And then we just signed a bunch of people to, to try and make the run this year, and we just have good players that need to get paid. You know, like I mean, we signed. Did, they, did Thomas get a new deal? Thomas, well, Thomas, Thomas got his contract last year. He last was year, a five-year, hundred mil, hundred million, which is huge for a wide receiver. Yeah, I mean, that's uh, Julio Jones numbers. We signed, we signed AK Alvin Kamara. Uh, I forget what his contract is. His his is a little bit more friendly, but it's a running back contract. So yeah, so it's dangerous. He wasn't top paid, but he's getting paid good. Is it, it's also a dangerous contract because it's one injury away from never playing again. I mean, it's possible, but that, that you I, I teams just, teams are a little bit smarter with with making sure that contracts are performance based to a degree. So you know you want to keep a player, so you give them a certain amount of guaranteed money. Right. Uh, what a lot of teams are doing now is they'll have um, like sign like big signing bonuses. Like we're gonna give you twenty million dollars signing bonus, which doesn't go against cap. It's well, a completely no, it doesn't. Case. Well, it, or it'll get spread out over the length over the, the length of the career. Yeah. Um, there's so many ways to twist the cap space, and like our our cap team, because it was it was Mickey Loomis, but now he's more of a a, a higher up. So there's somebody else that's handling it, but he still oversees it. But, I mean, Loomis got us out of so many negative situations yeah. and then created a positive, and then we would still draft and keep players and keep rolling the ball and being a good team. Well, so, they, they, I mean, they have to, at the at the end of the day, it doesn't matter what their cap is, they need to figure out quarterback because Drew Brees is not going to be there forever. No. Well, he's not here. He's not going to be there. He's retiring. Like, he's not staying. I mean, you say that, but. He's I mean, not. He's not. I'm, I guarantee you he's not. Gonna. I'm not saying I'm yeah. not saying he won't stay yeah. and he yeah. will stay. I'm just saying. He has He's done a contract. It. Yeah, he hasn't done if, it. If, I mean, well, if, if really. If, I mean, if you want me to be honest, 
I don't have any issue with keeping Drew Brees at league minimum for another year. No, like I, no, Drew because Brees on for a million what dollars. Not, like, what you're not getting from his arm, you're getting from everything else about yeah, his ability. Yeah, yeah. His knowing well, plays and being a read defenses. Yeah, which mean, is Jameis Winston never did that. Mm-hmm. You know, well, we don't know what Jameis Winston can do anymore. Okay, he's been he's been with us for a year. He's he's learned the system now. Uh, he has some coaching. He had LASIK surgery. Yeah, those are uh, all things you're assuming. You're assuming he got good coaching. Well, no, what I'm saying is, is we what, what I said was we don't know. Yeah. I'm right. saying is he's in a different system. He's under a better coach. He went get LASIK surgery. He's under a Hall of Fame quarterback, you know, arguably top five in my opinion. But uh, uh, It depends on the criteria, but for the like overall top five is an easy top five. Yeah. But it's actually well, it, it, it's, it's, hard. it's it's all opinion based. It, like yeah, I I think regardless, at the end of the day, Drew Brees holds like the number one or number two spot seventy percent in some of the the most prominent NFL passing records in existence. Yeah, he's only played so, three year multiple five thousand yeah, seasons. Yeah, yeah. So at three, mm-hmm. everyone else. No, no, Brees has like five. Not no, it's only it's it's three. Everyone else. Oh, you're talking about consistent though. Five thousand yard seasons. Yeah, he's, he's got three. No, Brees got like five. Last thing I he has five now, but he had three consecutive seasons of maybe, five thousand dollars, which is the record. And then the other record is is he got five thousand. But but um no five five thousand. Um but the point is was I mean you could argue, but I, I think he's top five. But uh I mean it, yeah, yes if he stays around for a million, I wouldn't be surprised. But look, he's gonna retire. The word was is he wanted to retire last year and they convinced him to come back for another year this year. And he did. And he got busted up pretty bad. Don't know if he was 100%, but then the playoffs came, and, I mean, he lost us the playoffs. I don't know what you want to say. Like, I, I could kind of blame Jared Cook because that fumble changed the momentum of the game. Like, we were if up. You boil, like, if you boil, like, yeah. like a game down. I mean, we were up by a possession, and we were driving down the field. We were about to score a touchdown, which would have put us up by two possessions against Tom Brady and the Bucks. Yeah. And momentum was on our side at that time. Like, we could have controlled the rest of the game, and that fumble changed everything. And then after that, we're playing – now we're playing tie game, which is technically from behind, if you ask me. And Drew Brees is trying to make throws that he just can't make He anymore. just can't make anymore. And I think I think he came to the realization he can't make them anymore. I don't, and he he always said, like, if I can't play to the level that I want to play, I'm not going to play. And then he's got little kids he wants to spend his life with. I mean, his oldest is, what, nine? Because his oldest was a yeah. baby when they yeah. won the Super Bowl. Is that so yeah. like 10, 11? Yeah, yeah. He's not – all his kids are still relatively young. Yeah, like so, that's – and he's 40. So, hey, look, me personally as a Saints fan, I'm ready to see him go off into the sunset. Right. You know, like yeah. – I feel like most Saints fans feel that way now. So if that's the case, like, go. Because you don't want to do it – it's not a disheartening way either. You're just – you're like – you're just well, saying. You're just saying. Okay. You're just saying you have done everything so, possible yeah. you could have yeah, done. Yeah. But the yeah, same, like, you're not leaving. It's not let a me, negative let me loss. Put it this way. If if Peyton Manning doesn't win a Super Bowl his last season, it would have been a terrible way to go out. Yeah. It, Think about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Think about that. They won because of their defense. Peyton, yeah. Peyton. Peyton, didn't do shit. Peyton. Well, Peyton kind of game managed, but he yeah, had more. He didn't lose him any games. He, well, he had more interceptions than touchdowns. He played half the season. Like yeah. he shared starting time with another player. Yeah. Like he was done. He was done. And what he did with the Broncos was impressive because he wasn't a hundred percent at all for no. the, his entire career with the Broncos. Yeah. Um. But my point is, is if he doesn't win a Super Bowl, that's an abysmal way to end. Because he didn't have a good season. Like if you look at what he did, he didn't have a good season. No. So no, they had a running back by committee. 
They had a, a phenomenal defense. defense. Yeah, uh, they had a top tier defense. Yeah, not just oh, for that. They year, had a, but like a historic board. defense. Really, yeah, Von Miller was in his absolute prime. Yeah, Akeem. Akeem Talib was Von Miller, Akeem Talib, Chris Harris Jr. Yeah. Uh, I forget the rest of the name, but they had some killers on that team. Well, Von Miller just they just released that he's not going to get charged or anything. Yeah, I saw so that. he may sign. He may go somewhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't mind seeing him in the, in, in, in the Bay Area. I wouldn't mind seeing him in the, with the yeah. Niners. Yeah. They, they traded um, – they have Fred Warner, but they traded um, uh, uh, Quan. Quan Alexander to, to the Saints. Saints. Yeah, and, uh, and then they're losing uh, they Sherman. Didn't. I don't think they And they're, they're losing Sherman. Yeah, Sherman's great. Well, 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 look, we'll go ahead and say this. Sherman's probably not his prime anymore. No, his But, his but here's the thing. It's kind of like you said, like the personality on the field. Sherman is the is, – He's a leader. He's the, the ultimate field. captain. That yeah. dude is a captain, yeah. and he's a leader, like you said, and he can still play to some degree. Which honestly, the last couple of years he's been balling. Out. He actually played well. So, last, yeah, but, but he was just hurt most of towards, this year, yeah. just like Kittle, so, just like you know, I think he's starting to get a little bit older. So he's Sherman's going to be somewhere. He's going to play somewhere. He's yeah. going to give him a contract. Uh, it might not be the top paid or whatever, but uh, Sherman's going to get his. Yeah, I mean, he's going to fulfill this contract, and they're just going to be like, let's roll. Like he's pretty much. Run. He's, but oh, he's gonna go to a he's gonna right. go a non contender. If he Probably wants so. to get money, it's gonna be too. Oh, if he wants to get paid, he'll, he'll go to Jacksonville the Jets. or the Jets. <laughs> yeah. I was about to say. Yeah, Jacksonville, um, the Jets, if, maybe New York. If not, um, if he wants to win, fuck, he might end up being a Buccaneer. He's gonna take a pay <laughs> yeah. cut and be yeah. a yeah. He'll go to half defensive snaps or something. Yeah, he'll go to Bucks or he'll go to. Probably not the Texans. The Packers, maybe, or, or no, something. No, I don't think I don't, he'd go I don't think he'd sign with the Texans Pro- after all the, all the shit that's going on. Probably not. No, the Texans are in a bad situation. Uh, Deshaun Watson, I would love to see him in a Niners uniform. I'd love to see him in a Saints uniform. Yeah. but I'd love to see Russell Wilson in a Saints uniform. <sighs> I hate Seattle. I, well, yeah, that's your as division. A, a, that's your division rival. You're, a, you're, you're a, a bitchy little 49ers fan. <laughs> just fucking oh, yeah, with yeah. you. Um, there's no love between the Saints and the 49ers. No, the and, that, and that was the weird – well, <laughs> not from me. From Maybe from truth – like, I say truth's not a fan, but from, like, I'm just saying local from Niners fans. Fan, I don't – but I, I grew up here. Well, yeah, but you know the 49ers and the Saints used to be in the same division, right? Yeah, Back I mean, in the day. So 25 that, years ago. That's where that's where the hate spawns yeah, from. Yeah, <laughs> but it's, 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 it's misplaced because the Saints were terrible then. Oh, yeah. We and then, and the Niners were absolute gods. Then. Yeah. Yeah, 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 the, yeah. The late 80s, early and mm-hmm. the 90s, the, the Niners were. But that's also all before I watched football. Yep. Like, yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It's irrelevant. Yeah, yeah. I know how great Joe Montana yeah. is. I know how great Steve Young yeah. was. I know how absolute god tier uh, Jerry Rice was. Like, mm-hmm. I understand that. Okay. However, I, I wasn't was, there. I wasn't. Wasn't there. You know, yeah. You know. <laughs> you know. So, but um, I understand not one. I mean. I'm gonna go ahead and let you know if Russell Wilson was a 49, you'd be a happy 49. So. I would. I, I, I would. So, I'm not, right. I, this is not a Russell. But, but I'll put it to you this way: Jameis Winston is a saint, and I still don't like him I, because I, because all I picture is a Buccaneer and the Saints. You know, which I get over it. I think it has more to do with how he just hasn't played. You know, so it's hard to get past it. Like, um, I mean, he, what, he let's look at his 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 Buccaneers career. Mm-hmm. He had one one season, which was amazing, other than the fact that he threw 32 interceptions to 50 yeah. touchdowns. Like, 50 touchdowns, that's amazing. I think, yeah, I think it was like 30-30, wasn't it? No, he threw – it was a – Look, 
he he's a gunslinger. The dude can. The and dude can put Bruce up, Arians offense. The dude, yeah, the dude can put up five thousand yards. He can put up thirty touchdowns. Now he might get you thirty interceptions. The question is, is him coming to the Saints? Can we fix some of that problem? That that honestly, that quarterback vision problem. You can. There's things you can they, work on. Honestly, if that defense stays intact as much as it is, he doesn't need a pass much. But if that's the case, I would just say the defense is going to be good. Look, man. So like me and my buddy uh, Hunter Pomier, yeah, because uh, he's. I've mentioned him before on the podcast. He's probably the only person I know that's a bigger Saints fan than I am. <laughs> okay. And me and him were talking about it, and he's like, honestly, he's like, if if Drew Brees wasn't around this year, he's like, I think Taysom Hill would have brought us to the Super Bowl. I don't know about that. Taysom, I think so, because, and I say this is because Taysom Hill is efficient. First of all, how many games did we win with Taysom when Brees was down? All of them? Yeah, how many, how many did you win with Teddy Bridgewater? You let him walk too. True. You didn't start Teddy Bridgewater over Drew Brees when he got elsewhere. True, but Teddy Teddy just got a better contract elsewhere. Right, so but he didn't get a better contract. What I'm saying half is, year when yeah, he's but, but but how good is Teddy? He's, I, I he's all right, top twenty at least. Yeah, but that's not. Is that's, that amazing? No. No, I mean, I, I, the I, point is, is they basically had, you know, at the end of the day. They're like, well, we can go out and get Jameis for cheaper. Yeah. And we can still, and, and we can still keep buy. Taysom and Drew all for cheaper than what we need to pay Teddy to keep them around. Yeah. You no, know, I, so. I, I am I'm not against yeah. the I like Taysom, yeah, 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 yeah. but I think he's too much gadget. And that probably, also might probably be in, so. that might be in utilization. Well, in well that, the in thing is, is when when he was given the chance, he played well. He didn't there's some games he, he was mediocre. Yeah. But there's some games where he played fine. He made great throws. He was very the point is, is he can be efficient with the ball. Yeah. He's not going to be an amazing player. The, the key but he's that, someone – but if you have Alvin Kamara and you have uh, you keep Latavius healthy. Murray and you keep Michael Thomas healthy, you bring in Stratum – or uh, Troutman. You find And then maybe maybe, maybe Rudolph or you go grab a, a wide receiver from free agency because we're going to cut Emmanuel Sanders. His, his contract, they're probably just going to let him go. And Emmanuel Sanders has done all right for us, but yeah. he can go. Like – we can keep. He Tra- was a minor too, and he just. Tra- he Traquan Smith can do the job that Emmanuel Sanders can do. Yeah, and yeah. Traquan Smith is okay and a, and a little faster too. Yes, yes, and a little bit younger. The, so, the key with like what, what you're saying with Taysom Hill, like just running, mm-hmm. like running the offense would be great. However, they need to keep that defense attack because if he's just being efficient mm-hmm. and a game manager, you well, need a defense so, that can keep that can keep the games close. Yes, and here's here's my thing. There's there's a couple people we can lose on defense. But like, there's some that we absolutely have to keep. I think you the, I think that Trey Hendricks is gone. I think he's going to leave. Mm-mm. There's no way they're letting him go. They they didn't like they they. I forgot what I was hearing uh, on the radio, but they were talking about how they're not. I mean, he might just command too much money. Yeah, it's very possible. And, and the, the teams are like not willing to pay that. Like, yes, he had a great he had a great year. Yeah, but like, it's more of a like. Can you do this every year? And yeah, they, and he's yeah, too yeah. far past his. It might just be his. It be. might just be his contract too. Like his contract might be up, so it's a matter of well, he had an amazing year and, and he wants to be re-signed to like a long-term deal, but we don't have the consistency to justify to justify that, that contract, that which I can see. Yeah. But I would wish they would keep it. But um, I mean, I love white, I, mean, Cam, I love white people on defense. Well, like, Cam, it's so rare. That it's like, well, well, the other thing is Cam Jordan had an off year last year. He only had like what five sacks. Yeah, I just think, but I also think it was so, because uh, because a trade they, maybe. I think it was more of they they 
they keyed on mm-hmm. Cam, yeah. which allowed Trey to have a better yep. year. Because yep. if they if they even it out, let's say they they they, yeah. they, they double on Trey next yeah. year. Well, and, and honestly, I think Cam so Cam didn't have a lot of sacks, but Cam still had a plenty of disruption. Yes, plenty that's, of that's pressures. What I'm yeah, so it's not like he wasn't involved. I mean, Cam's Cam, lots man. Of, lots of Cam, two, lots of Cam two blocks, Jordan, lots of shed yeah, blocks. Cam, Cam Jordan's a Hall of Fame defensive edge. You know, I'd have to look at I'd have to look he, at his career because I'd have to look at his career. Look, he might, that's that's he, he might not be first ballot, but he's Hall of Fame. You think his, so? Oh, his sack totals and and tackles yeah. and being a cat like I'll be hundred percent honest. I only knew him two years ago. Oh, okay. That's like that's the yeah. Because yeah, I yeah, never yeah, watched yeah. most Saints games, but. Well, you're a 49 yeah. fan, regardless, but yeah. <laughs> um, you know, Cam Jordan's a stud. I'd have to look, I'd have to sit down and look at the stats. I don't know. I don't know if I could say that. I'm gonna I'm pull them up for you right yeah. now, so you can just kind of get an idea. Uh, the listeners can get an idea because I, I want. So he's been in the league since 2011. So it's 10 years. Well, no, nah, so, let's say nine seasons. Yeah, and uh, let's see where he's at. Okay, so in that time, so ten seasons, ninety-four point five sacks. That's nine, that's so he's 9. averaging 4. about nine nine sacks a season, yeah. which is good. That's great. That's really good. Um, let's see tackles, combo tackles. He's had five hundred and fourteen in that time period. So fifty, which for for an edge for a defensive that's end, that's pretty bad. good. Because um, you're looking as an edge, you're looking at sacks, you're looking at hurries, yeah, you're looking at yeah. He's had one hundred and twenty four tackles for a loss. That's pretty. One hundred sixty eight assisted. Uh, Tackles, um, 184 quarterback hits. So that means it's within the legal parameters of football. So that's 184 times that he has made a disruption in the back. That's big. Yeah, that's big. Yeah. That's big. So and this is all over like a 10 year period. I mean, he's only had a couple of interceptions in that time, but he's, as an edge, edge, as an edge, like, you're, you're, you are going to get lucky every you know now and again with a flats route. That's yeah, jump yeah. Maybe now he has had like. Um, Force fumbles, eleven force fumbles, so like one a year. That's pretty good. Which is which is solid. Uh, fumble returns, ten fumble returns. So he would force fumbles and get the fumbles. Ten yeah, out of eleven. Big. That's big. So, that, that shows that he has gone. Uh, yeah. Now, normally I think from what it looks like, he didn't really move the ball after that. It was mostly just hop on it. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Fumble, yeah. jump on top. So I mean, that's that's a really good career, man. How many? There's not a whole lot of defensive events who could say I had I, I 90, think, 94 yeah. sacks in 10 years is amazing. Now, that's not – I don't think that's J.J. Watt level, but J.J. Yeah. Watt's a Hall of Famer hands down. Yeah, and he hasn't even played that long. Years, yeah. Like, let's see. I don't know. There, there are better – I'll put it this way. There are better defensive linemen out there. Aaron Donald is like God mode. But he also didn't have a great year this year either. Did he not? Nope. But but the other who's the other lineman that uh, uh, D lineman that they had he had a better year. Darren Donald technically had a down. Okay, it might be a down year for Aaron Donald Sanders, mm-hmm. maybe not league standard. I just mean like he didn't have an Aaron Donald year this year. Yeah. So Watt's been in the league the same amount of time as as Cam Jordan, mm-hmm. and Watt has a hundred and one sacks. So he has six more sacks. That's not bad. That's fair enough. So so. Basically, if you're just going stat, I'll just go in. I'm just going sacks. A tackle, that's, that's pretty. Tackles close. 531, so that's about the same. Yeah. So honestly, Cam Jordan's been as good as JJ Watt in the last ten years. Yeah. It's just JJ Watt's just more prominent, I guess. He's at, he's he's on a worse defense, and he's being yeah. yeah yeah yeah. He's also playing in the shittier uh, shittier division. 
the AFC South has been oh for sure. The last few years. I mean, the Colts haven't been. Good. I mean, the NFC South's been good the last few years, but there was a time where the NFC South was dog shit. Yeah, early two thousands. So, yeah, well, a couple well, of years I mean, I guess, recently too, I guess. Um, I feel well, like there was recently we've had two teams make the playoffs almost every year. Yeah. Whether it was the Falcons and Panthers, the Saints have almost always been in the mix. Same thing with the NFC West. NFC yeah. West has been able to do that. The Seattle and yeah. LA have been making it the last. So year. Donald's been in the league what, seven years, and he's got eighty-five and a half sacks in seven years. Jesus Christ! So, and he even has a in twenty eighteen had a twenty point five sack season. What's the record? Twenty four, twenty three. <sighs> Isn't it owned it's, by uh, it's somewhere around the guy in Minnesota? Uh, Josh, not Josh Allen. Uh, I forget. You know what I'm talking about? Which I, Aaron Donald had a good good year last year. What did he have last year? 13 and a half sacks. Oh. Maybe, and maybe, 40, maybe he had 45 tackles uh, last year, Which, but that's about where he ranges. Yeah. He ranges in about the, the, the upper 40 mark. So um, he had good. Khalil Mack's another one who's – like you know, that's like, yeah. maybe maybe it's Mac. Maybe it's him, but Mac his defense, had a rough, rough but his year. his his defense was yeah. not as good, and his they team were was good. not as good. They were good defense. Their team defense was good. The offense wasn't good. They were which so means, bad, which means your the defense is on the field more. Yep. They burn out more. Uh, which is what I was saying about like Drew Brees, yeah, uh, and 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 Taysom uh, so, Hill. It's you can be efficient on the offensive side. But your defense has to be able to keep yeah. going. So Khalil Mack came in the same year as Aaron Donald, apparently. 2014? 2014. And Khalil Mack okay. has uh, 70.5 sacks in that time span. But he's got 448 tackles. That's a lot of tackles. He's also a linebacker. True. He, he'll, he he's, a run yeah. he's a run yeah. stuff. Yeah. 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 He's a run stuff. He's a run stuff. But, no, I mean, it's cool to see. Obviously – Aaron Donald. According to if our Aaron standard Donald's, is JJ yeah. Watson in, yeah. then Cam Jordan would have to be in yeah. as well. Like yeah, if yeah, our standard yeah. is JJ Watt, yeah. and my now, standard would be J. Well, and it depend, yeah. depending when they retire will depend on their draft class. Uh, I'm not saying Cam has to be a, a, a first ballot, but I I would if, argue if I was Cam and I and, and I I would try to stay away from a JJ Watt ballot. I would try to yeah. retire your. Well, that's that's what I'm saying. Game. I don't want to be the same the same because JJ Watt's going to go. Well, the, the the chances of two defensive ends uh, being Elected the to the ballot. Hall on the same ballot is probably low. Yeah. So, and for listeners, if you don't understand how the Hall of Fame works, um, usually you have between four and eight people in the NFL that get that get selected to be voted on. Essentially, mm-hmm. you know, like you could have four to eight Hall of Famers any given year, um, and it doesn't always work out that way. Um, is it and, like baseball where it's uh, over a percentage? Because baseball you have to have over sixty five percent or I forget. I think it's it's a vote process. Yeah. I, I forget what it is. But um, so there's just some people who just don't get that first ballot, and sometimes it's understandable. But some years you have a lot of people, a lot of people to choose from. Other years it's not a whole lot, and then you're still trying to honoring honor past players. Yeah. So there's usually a mixed bag of of like potential first ballot players and players who. Aren't first ballot, but they just want to get them in. Yeah, you know. Well, I, think, I mean, they didn't vote like somebody didn't vote for Derek Jeter on yeah. the first ballot. Like yeah. one vote did not vote for Derek Jeter. Everyone else, I'm like, all right, whoever that guy is doesn't know a thing about. He's or he's just a hater. 
Well, you're not supposed to be. Like that's the whole point. Oh, of the okay. You're not supposed to be. You're supposed to be unbiased. You're supposed to be like this. I, is, that doesn't matter though. You, you're right. I'm so, saying supposed yeah, to be. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're hoping that no one's biased. Yeah. But, I don't like the Yankees. Yeah. I don't like yeah. Derek Jeter. Yeah. But if if he's well, on my ballot, he's on my ballot. Yeah. Like I'm voting yeah. for Derek like, Jeter in the Hall of Fame. Like I don't like Aaron Rodgers, but I still acknowledge that he's one of the best quarterbacks to ever. Played he will be a first ballot Hall of Famer. Yes. Game. Oh, hands down. Yeah. There's no question. Like he. He won the MVP this year, didn't he? Yes. Yeah, and he deserved it. Yes. He so, took he he took a pretty much a low end team and did yeah. well. I mean, yes, Devontae. We can I say Devontae Adams is great. Yes, Devontae. Well, yeah, great, but, but the wide receivers after him were garbage. Yeah. Now the running backs were good. Uh, Aaron Jones and uh, what's the other one? The rookie fucking what's his name? Uh, I forget. AJ Dillon. They might let Aaron Jones walk, bro. They, from what it's, from what they're talking about, no, they're thinking no about keeping how Dylan. Green Bay likes to work. Yeah. yeah. Well, they don't like to run. No, Green Bay. No, no, Green Bay doesn't like to spend money. Yeah. Green, Green Bay, they don't go get free agents. They yeah. never have. As a, yeah, 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 as yeah. a franchise, they don't do that. Mm-hmm. They don't. They let yeah. people go. Mm-hmm. They, they like. It's always weird. Well, the Patriots were kind of like that too for a long time, though. They're still like that. Yeah. They like, get free agents. Like, but they let me put this way: I was surprised when they signed Julian Edelman to a, a three three year contract. Yeah, but guess who they who did they get rid of? Yeah, they got rid of um, fucking uh, oh, the guy that was the Julian Edelman before that. Yeah. Um, God, I forget. How do you guys not know I, this? I don't know. Um, no, I mean Edelman was that guy. Who was who was it before him though? Because there was another guy that was kind of like that. The same exact. But Edelman's been around for a while. But Edelman just stayed more healthy. Edelman's been with the Patriots for nine years. Oh wow, it's been that long, huh? Yeah. That's why it's hard to remember. Yeah. Because Edelman's been with him for a long time. But the point is, is Edelman got got the fucking Super Bowl MVP, and and then got the contract the year after. And yeah. honestly, I can't blame him. He's just too good. Well, the Patriots this this year, I I, I don't know if we'll see Cam Newton in a Patriots no. uniform. Well, no, no, he. I think they they were planning on releasing him. I, that's what I'm saying. Like I don't. Know, what I heard. I don't know if we we'll see him. I I think Cam Newton should be on a roster somewhere. As much he as should, I can't, I, can't I don't know if he's going to be a starter though. I mean, name me name me thirty two better quarterbacks than Cam Newton. It doesn't matter though. It, it but it should. Team, the teams are going to pick. I someone. would take Cam Newton over Jimmy Garoppolo right now. Okay, yeah, but they're not going to start Cam Newton. They're going to start Jimmy Garoppolo, and then if they feel like Cam learns the system, then they might play him. Okay, that's that's and, what and I'm that's, saying. That's, that's what I'm saying. Is, yes. Nobody's taking Cam to be a, a direct starter. Well, some teams might. Deshaun Watson can start. Will start on any team this year. I know. Yeah, but he's he's not going you, anywhere. You, no, he. I mean, he's not going anywhere. He's not playing for the Texans this year. He literally told him, well, "I'm not I, playing for." You I guys. understand, but I, I, which this is all conjecture. Like well, I, I can definitely see neither, him. Neither go, one of us know much. Let me put it this way: If the Texans called the Saints right now and and they're like, "All right, look, Saints, um, go ahead and give us like three first round picks and one of your your defensive guys that are good." But not like maybe the best, but just like give us Trey Hendricks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, done, done. Well, if I'm the Saints, I'm like, here you go, yeah. here you go. We'll, we'll take his. You want, you want Ramsack? Yeah. You yeah. want? Uh, yeah. 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 yeah, No, they literally yeah. like uh, the Matt Mascona, the local ESPN guy here, uh, was yeah. talking about. He's like, he's like, you call Seattle and say, what do you want for Russell? And you give yeah. them whatever yeah. they want. But throw Andrews Pete, throw him fucking. Uh, it, it was like Ram. It was like three players, yeah. first round yeah. this year. Uh, first round yeah. next year, uh, a third or fourth round the year. I'm, I'm all about it because Russell Wilson is like, going to give you 
at minimum. We're going to get a Super Bowl, bro. I'm not going to say that because it's, you got one team a year. I don't give a, a, don't give a fuck. Uh, you, I'm, what I'm saying is you're going to get five really good years yep. out of him. Yep. Minimum. Not minimum. maximum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Minimum. No, no, he's, got, he's got at least five. Prime, prime. So, yeah. Um, no, I'm, yeah. I got you. I forget. Uh, I'm paying. Yeah. I'm selling the farm for Russell Wilson or yeah. Deshaun Watson. Yes. Easily. Yes. Hands down. 100%. Now, on the flip side, if I'm the Texans, I don't want to get rid of the Sean Watson. As a Niners fan, the only person – there's two people on that defense – or there's two people on that team I'm not getting rid of for Deshaun Watson, and it's uh, Nick Bosa mm-hmm. and George Kittle. Those are the only two players. That's fair. On that team. That's 100% fair. May, okay, and then I would maybe throw in Brendan Ayuk. Maybe. Only because of how well he did as a, as a rookie. Yeah. See, and like if I – Everyone else – If I'm the Saints, like up. you said, like trade. Send Trey Henderson, Andrews Pete, first round pick, and Jameis Winston. Let him have some option. Yeah. That way you're giving them a quarterback who could take that role, and then you're giving them a lineman who could help block, a defensive guy who can help create pressure. You know what? Honestly, if you're getting a first round pick. If you're getting Deshaun Watson or Russell Wilson, I'm giving I would rather give them Taysom than Jameis. Because Taysom Well, that's fine. Because Taysom would like Deshaun Watson has the ability to do Taysom like things. You're you're right, but here's here's my thing. I think I think Winston has more appeal to teams because he was a starting quarterback He's for a while. A, a, you a know, passer. you know more of what Jameis Winston can do than you do of Taysom at this point. You've seen, you have a big, right? you have a bigger sample and, size. And Taysom's yeah. also, I mean, don't get me wrong, Taysom's I think, old too. I think Taysom, yeah, Taysom's old, and he's still that gadget player. So his value comes with him, his gadgetness also. And most teams don't know how to like most. Well, no, set up I mean, to run a gadget well, that, and that's what I'm saying. Like we utilize the fuck out of him. But it's also why we paid him is because he plays so many aspects of our game, and he's lightning in the bottle. Like when he makes he makes some plays. Yes, and that's why we that's offense, why we paid him, right? That's why we teams. paid him. He, he, play, he could play yeah, defense. Yeah, if he, he, to. he played all three phases of the game. Yeah. Special teams, defense, and offense. He does. He's done it all. Yeah. Like and like I said, like people always like, oh, fuck it's it's a fifty fifty shot. I was like, yeah, but this this dude turns something like nothing into something all the time. Yeah. At least so, once a game, yeah, he's making a yeah, play. A big play, and it's momentum shifts, and it's all kinds of valuable stuff. Yeah. So uh, I would love I would love for the Saints to get Deshaun Watson. But here's the thing. If I'm the Texans, I don't want to give him up. Like, you know, it's, it's, it's hard to be like, we have our franchise quarterback, and it's hard to get a franchise quarterback, especially an elite caliber or a soon-to-be elite caliber quarterback, and to want to give them away. You know what I'm saying? And then there's the whole here, and here's my problem. Well, they just signed. Watson signed that big ass contract last year. Every team in the in every team in the NFL, barring maybe three, would be willing to take that contract on. I think every team. I think Tampa Bay maybe not because they have too much money spent around. Plus, they still have Tom Brady. I don't think Tom Brady's going anywhere. I think Tom Brady. Well, and I, I think they can. With Tom Brady. They they can win a Super Bowl again with Tom Brady there right now. Yeah. So I understand that, but I'm saying. They don't. I don't think they get significantly better. Let me put it. Let me, let me put it this way. I would ask Tom Brady in a heartbeat for Deshaun Watson because Deshaun's Watson's age and and playmaking ability. Six. He's young as fuck. Twenty seven. That's what I'm saying. You're gonna get what two three years out of Tom Brady. You're gonna get. You're, you're gonna about absolute max. Yeah. You're gonna get ten years out of Deshaun Watson at bare minimal. And he's smart, and he doesn't get hurt. That's much. what I'm saying. Yeah. And and he's at the edge of being elite. Deshaun Watson. Yeah. Fantasy football wise, he is elite. Okay, well I know, but yeah, fantasy football wise, he talk, is elite. There's a difference between fantasy football heads. Right. I mean, I play fantasy football, so yeah. I understand. But what I'm saying is, is 
on the cusp or there, whatever you want to say. Like I, I like, think I, I from so you have him on the cusp. I have him in elite status. Yes. Yeah, yeah, at yeah, one yeah, point, yeah. everyone had an Eli Manning in the elite status. I didn't, but but well, I mean, statistically, he was elite status. Yeah, but I I require consistency over a period of time to say elite. He, he did. I mean, he yeah. had, he had, Eli he, Manning was not elite over a period. He was a mostly mediocre quarterback for the majority of his career. He had most, a few good is, seasons. What does mostly mediocre mean? Average. Are slightly above average. So you have Drew Brees elite right now. Yes, but Drew Brees was throwing. He's no, right throwing. now, right now, no. But here's here's okay, the, that, that's fair. So, so but, my but, point. But here's the problem. I'm not talking about season to season because once you hit, when you have someone like Drew Brees who's been elite for ten years, that's never going to go away. Yeah, that, his production is yeah. going to fall off, but he will always go down in history as an elite quarterback. That's never going to change. Yeah. I, never I, I, I see what see you're what saying. I'm saying. Yeah, but, but we're talking. It's a, it's, it's a but, spectrum, but, it's but we're, also we're talking legacy here. Yeah, because yeah, from year yeah, Eli Manning would. I'm saying okay, three years. He was here, considered. Here, here's what I'm saying. From year to year, okay, Cam Newton was MVP. He was elite that year, but he's never been an elite quarterback. He has not been right since that Denver Broncos. But that's what I'm saying. Yeah. He's never been. A, he's not elite. He had one year. It was antidotal, and he never repeated it. So how can you call someone elite if they had one amazing year? I agree. I, so I, and that's my point. Yes, I, and, I, and the same thing with Eli Manning. Like those three years, whatever you want. I don't have Eli Manning in the okay. in, in the Hall of Fame, well, but there are a lot of people that. First do. off, his stats weren't even necessarily elite caliber during the regular seasons. His wins were what like his the most amazing thing was he was a nine and seven. Nine and seven that went that you know. The Goliath and, and look, I don't want to take away his playoff performances because those were amazing. Yeah, but here's the thing. So you, you had your two Super Bowl runs. They're amazing. He had three or four other playoff berths where he was god-fucking-awful. More interceptions than touchdowns. Completed less than half of his passes. Terrible quarterback rating. Terrible play. Like, he wasn't good. The, Those are three other playoff berths where he wasn't good. So you can't even say he's a great right. playoff quarterback. I, I, I wouldn't like, even venture to argue that. Not only did they win Super Bowls, but they actually won against the pinnacle of Super Bowl. I know, but I don't... They beat I don't, the best at the best. I, I understand, but other teams have beaten them. I, I, I'm i not one to give Ooh. someone credit. The, the Patriots? They 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 lost more than two two Super Bowls. Who, yeah, they lost one two years ago, but who? what after that? No, they didn't lose two years ago. I'm sorry. My Niners lost okay. two years ago. Anyway, well, no, but my, my point, my point is, is I don't put as much value into them having beat the Patriots as other people do. Because it's 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 impressive as fuck. Don't get me wrong, but that still falls under that year. What did you do those other three years right. where you went to the playoffs and you shit the fucking bed? Right. Or all those regular seasons where you were not good, where you had a prime Odell Beckham and he was the only reason your stats even looked decent, and your stats weren't even elite with a prime Odell Beckham. Yeah. And look, I'm not putting all, all that on yeah, Eli. Yeah, towards the yeah, end of their, yeah. their I'm not. I'm not putting all that on Eli because the Giants organization fucked up not having great players. You know, they'd have a decent O-line sometimes. They and it's have not a like it's a game. market thing because they have one of the biggest yeah. markets in the country. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It, it, I agree. It's, I, it's, I don't have Eli Manning yeah. as a league quarterback. It's, not, it's not all Eli's fault. But my point is, is Eli's not he, he was never really – he was mediocre. Like, I have a hard time putting him in the Hall of Fame. I, I wouldn't put him in the I, I wouldn't either. But people will argue that the two Super Bowls would, would get him in. I'll be honest. They have they very heavy weighted Super Bowls. Yeah, you beat a fourteen and zero. Well, well look, look, I mean, it depends on on what you consider the Hall of Fame. If it, if the Hall of Fame is is did this player impact the game? If you win two Super Bowls, you impacted football history, right? Uh, you can argue that. You can argue that. But but let me put it this way: he's not the same caliber. Like how how are you going to put someone in the Hall of Fame who was barely the top ten among his peers any given year when he played? 
Uh, that's my point. I'm not arguing. If there's that. if there's nine other players that I consider better than you every almost every year of your career, mm-hmm. I can't put you in the hall. I can't do it. You're not elite. Yeah. You're not you're not that caliber. You're not a Drew Brees. You're not a Tom Brady. You're not a Peyton Manning. You're not a Big Ben. You're not an Aaron Rodgers. You're not a Matt Ryan. Like. And yeah. those those are just oh the, off the top of my head. Philip Rivers, I mean, yeah, he's a first ballot Hall of Famer too. Probably so. No, he, he I mean, I don't know, man. He he his what's, he what's his accomplishments besides for for having good stats? I that's my point. But that's Tony, in the Hall. Are you putting well, Tony Romo in the Hall of Fame? But he did, actually didn't have good stats. But he, Tony Romo had decent stats. I, Not great yet, better than Eli Manning though. Yes, but I also so, have Eli in, so that's yeah. What I'm saying yeah. is Philip Rivers. The Hall of Fame is not a team. Mm-hmm. Oh no, I, I understand. It's, a, it's, it's, a, it's, it's based on it's, individual it's production. Career. Like yes, a and Super Bowl has has weight you, to it. You, you, but Aaron Rodgers yeah. is going to finish his career with one Super Bowl. Yep. he's never going to. Oh win no, another. he's not going to win another one. This but, year was the year. But the, here's the, the the caveat to that is because it's the same thing with Drew Brees. Is you can only have one Super Bowl, but look how many NFL records Aaron Rodgers broke, or look at his efficiency. I mean, how many? He has, he, will he break records? Probably. He already has. Which ones? Uh, in particular. Okay, so like, so like career touchdown to ratio. Is it over? High? Yeah, I'm sure it's, it's high as yeah, fuck. It's, it's high, high as fuck. Yeah, yeah. His quarterback rating. He broke records for that. Like highest quarterback rating in a season. Highest quarterback career rise based on so many games played. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm not. So. I'm just. I'm just trying to understand. Yeah. Yeah. Because like, because um, like Drew Brees had one Super Bowl, but he he. Is in the top five for almost every other super uh, quarterback, if not top two quarterback stat. stat. Yes, yeah. that's that's there's that's resume based. Some only one Super Bowl. Some some people say that like there's like five major quarterback stats, and of those five, Drew Brees is like first or second on three or four. Yeah, yeah. So like, and then he has the Super Bowl, yeah. and then he took a team that never won a Super Bowl to the Super Bowl. Like his first year with the Saints, he took them to the playoffs, and they were like. A negative record. I, I mean, you that. you have to give Sean Payton some credit in that. Oh, for sure. There's, like, there's, there's, look, there's I no, don't think they should no win a Super Bowl and um, don't get to one without Sean oh, Payton. Oh, no, for sure. But but uh, and it's hard to say because Brady went to Tampa and, and he won. Yeah, but t- Brady didn't go to Tampa and, but, and win with a, uh, a roster that he had in New England. He went and won with the top the top yeah, two yeah. receivers last year yeah. on the same fucking yeah. team yeah. last year. Yeah, and then he brought in Gronk, and then they still had – O.J. Howard. They brought it in Tony had, Brown. Like, yeah. They brought in Leonard yeah. Fournette. Yeah. Like, they, it, they had – It was – the, the Devin most, White was a the baller. Most, the most stacked offensive ever. And, and then the their, defense, and then was, their defense was good. So, like – But the point is, is Tom Brady doesn't have, like, five other rings without without Bill Belichick. I don't think he, he – I don't does. think so. I, I don't th- – Without look, building a super roster. But here and, – and here's my point is, is it's not that a, quarter, uh, a head coach can't make a quarterback better because they definitely can. Yes. But the point is, is and the head coach can okay, also hold a quarterback. Sean, Sean Payton's at that time because Sean Payton's offensive philosophy has changed over the past four years with Breeze's decline. Yeah, we went from a past six to seven hundred yard, uh, six or seven hundred attempts every year team to we're gonna run the ball now. Obviously, having Alvin Kamara allowed us to do this. Having Mark Ingram the year yes. before that. So, having, so we uh, went we went from a a, a offensive heavy um, team. Derek Sproles. Yeah. Like having all yeah. these screen yeah. guys, well, these little guys. We would have the three-headed Hydra, which was, you know, uh, like Thomas, Sproles, Ingram. You know, uh, we had Chris Ivory at one point, you know, uh, to where you never had a main a main running back. It was always three guys sharing the load, and they could all kind of do everything, you know. 
and he would go with the hot hand. But we had, you know, a super offensive team with a shit defense, and then it got kind of middle of the league. And then when Breeze's arm started declining, our defense, we, we, we had some. 2017 was an amazing draft for us defensive, like just mm-hmm. overall. Remind me. Um, I think that's the year we got um, fucking our, our cornerback. Uh, Jenkins? Not Jenkins. Like not the, Jenkins. The, fucking, one, um, the, the famous one, the one that was like top 10 his rookie year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I don't know why I can't remember his name. I should, but <laughs> I'm a Saints fan. I can't fucking yeah. remember his name. Uh, that's a problem. Um, well, I mean, that's like. And I'm going to look at it. And I'm going to be like, oh, I'm fucking stupid. I'm just. I, I space out with names. I can't. I, I, and, I, and I follow the Saints. Like I, I watch all their games when they don't. When they're not on the same time the Niners mm-hmm. games are, which is usually often because yeah. Niners games are usually at like four, mm-hmm. where the Saints games is usually at like. Or at, what is it here? Noon and there's a noon or one here. It's noon here, right? What for the for the NFL Sundays? Noon? Yeah, noon, yeah, noon, yeah, it's usually noon. Because I've been in the East Coast. So oh, that's true. So it's a little bit different. Yeah, it's one o'clock there. And then before East Coast, I was in the mountain time. It was 11. Mm-hmm. Man. But uh, the Saints drafted a couple good, like, defensive players. They, had a, they, they got some We brought in Demario Davis. We brought in – oh, off, but the Saints spend – the Saints spend high draft capital on offensive line, like, almost every year. Because they know they yeah. need to protect yeah. that franchise. But that's – I mean, that's something – but that's something the Saints have, have done – that's almost, also and that, almost that's also, religiously. That's for, all. That's also that's a champagne because some teams yeah. don't do that. No, they I don't. Need, but this is this is I need protections at all times. Why do you think the Colts? Why do you think Andrew like the Colts could have won probably two Super Bowls by now? Yeah. Oh, had oh, they drafted hands well down and and kept Andrew Luck healthy. Yep. That is probably going to be the the biggest <sighs> the biggest letdown of, the biggest of our like yeah. adult yeah. like the, like the yeah. possibilities this quarterback could have done. Andrew Luck was on pace to do some very amazing oh, things. Oh, hands down. And was, I'm not going to say was fucked by his franchise. Oh, Lattimore. Fucking Marshawn, Marshawn Lattimore. Yeah. Why do I remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So aggravated with myself. <laughs> You're like, ah, stupid. Fucking. Um, yeah, like that. Like that's yeah. going to be a huge letdown. Mm-hmm. He just, he got too hurt too many times to where it took him out of the mental aspect of football. Yep. Where he no he longer, he no longer loved it. He no longer loved it. And he was just. But he he even said it. He was like he was in constant pain for like a year and a half. Yeah. Straight and trying to recoup and trying to, and he could never get healthy. And then they kept fucking him up. So like you know, um, I I don't blame his decision. Like no, it's I, it's a hundred percent understandable. But like I said, it's such a letdown. And the irony is, is Andrew Luck could come back today and it would be like great, amazing. As long Let's as he's healthy. It. Yeah. Well, he's healthy Most, by now. Well, but, yeah, but some injuries aren't like that. You're right. You're right. I don't. Right, we yeah. don't, we don't know the extent yeah. of his neck problems. You're, you're I, at least I don't. I mean, I'm sure. Well, I mean, fuck. We didn't know Sean Payton couldn't feel the tip of his fingers when he was playing for the Broncos. I didn't know. For, for, like, you didn't. That's that's why his Super Bowl win was like him playing with the Broncos because what happened was is he had um, a neck injury and he went. He had to go get like he he went overseas and got like stem cell injections yeah. and stuff. But the problem was, is like he couldn't he couldn't feel the like the tips of his fingers anymore because of that injury. So like, Some nerve damage, or something. nerve damage. So like as he was playing for the Broncos, like he, he didn't have a hundred percent in his, his fingers, which is hard because you have to be able to grip. Yeah, and like you need to be able to feel the ball. ball. You need yeah. to be able to touch it. So like that's why some of the things he did in the Broncos was so impressive because he wasn't even a hundred percent. You know. 
but it's ultimately what led to hit such like a drastic downturn in production because mm. it, it all caught up to him. Yep. So, um, but I mean, injuries like that, you just never know, man. And like, uh, like I say all the time, like it's not, it's not all that surprising to see a young player retire after like five seasons. Look at uh, Luke Kuechly. Mm-hmm. I love Luke Kuechly. Luke yep. Kuechly was like, he was such an he, awesome. He was a beast. You know, like so. he was, he was like one of the biggest things in Carolina yep. other than Cam Newton. Yep. Like those two yeah. pieces. Those they, two. Got, they got some years out of them. It's, they it's got not, three? Four? I don't know. No, dude. It wasn't like seven? He got drafted the same year. Um, Von, I think him and Von Miller got drafted in 14 together. Oh. No, not 14. 12. Oh, If I'm not, maybe he's – I'm trying to remember. Oh, no. He's, he played a little bit. He played from 2012 to 2019. So – Seven seasons. Four, five, eight, eight seasons. Eight seasons. Yes. So eight seasons. That's a little longer than I thought, but that's still, eight seasons. Well, it's the same thing like um, he's a Hall of Famer. It's the same thing like with the the, the linebacker from the Niners that retired early. Um, I forgot, but he retired a few years ago. About that, yeah. Uh, after that Super Bowl, mm-hmm. the like two years after this, like twenty fourteen, I think it was. Like he just like up yeah. retired and it's like, and everybody was like, "What the fuck?" And he's just like, "I'm, I'm yeah, fucking hurt my yeah." Body. But I mean, Luke, I mean, Luke, Luke's a first ballot Hall of Famer. He, he was the best middle linebacker in the league for seven years. I mean, but you're talking about a sample size that's so small. It doesn't matter, though. It, it, it he does. played for eight seasons. He has seven Pro Bowls out of those eight seasons. He's got some all-pro seasons. Like, he was hands down the best middle linebacker in I'm the not, league and, and, and for I'm not, seven years straight. I'm not arguing that he shouldn't be yeah. or should yeah, be. Yeah, yeah. I'm arguing that, like, it's hard. you, you it's left hard. so early – like you left some of the best years in front of you. I mean, Gronk, Gronk's a Hall of Famer when he retired from the Patriots. And the first he time, back. you can't you can't say he he wasn't. He was so amazing. There, his impact on the game was there. Like you yeah, no, no, no. The I, same thing with Luke, though. Yeah, everyone, everyone in the league. He was the prototypical. He was yeah. what people wanted so, as an inside linebacker. I, I, I'm not. I'm not arguing because I would love to see Luke in the in, yeah. in the. But I also okay. want to keep okay. the integrity so, of the. And you understand how like the all pros work, okay? So you all have, pros you're voted on by so, the, well, okay, by yeah, the but, fans. And, so, so so the listeners understand. I know we're we're going hard into football, but fuck it, let's let's do it. This is the sports <laughs> episode, guys. Okay. Um, so you have Pro Bowls, and the way your Pro Bowls work is they, they also kind of vote on it, but it's it's supposedly supposed to be the top three from each conference uh, at each position. Yeah. Okay? And it's it's an honor to, to you know, to be selected to the Pro Bowl. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a badge of honor. It's a merit. You know, it yeah. says, hey, you're really fucking good. Well, you're all pro. There's only one position. Yeah, all on, pro a, on an all pro team. All pro is voted on by the by exactly. the players. All uh, exactly. the, the Pro Bowl so, voted on by the fans. And, okay, so Luke Keechley had seven Pro Bowls. How many think? How many all pros do you think he had? Probably seven, six, five. He had five. Five. But yeah, I want you to think about that. Five, five years out of his career, he the, was the rest of the NFL saying you were the best. Yes, and he was I injured agree. a couple of seasons too. But he like even then he still made Pro Bowls on seven out of eight of his seasons. I, yeah, I, I so. There's no question he's Hall of Fame. Now, first, like like I said, first ballot's so hard because of that forty. It might have to, range. It might have to be on a favorable ballot to get in first ballot, depending think, on who's I on think that ballot. Some people out though. I'm, well, yes, so, but you have to talk about like like if there's another linebacker, yeah, which I, I don't, don't think there's. Any I, I don't know. Yeah. The, 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 it, it all depends on how you gauge. 
the different generations of football. I mean, I, so, I, I would have loved to have seen at least three more years out of Luke get a, get a good ten year sample size. But I would have eight seasons. That's actually that's that's, that's enough. Well, here's seven, seven, seven or eight seasons. Three and four, yeah. you know? Seven or eight seasons is enough to gauge a pair a character. So because at that point you're because you anything longer yeah. that you have risk of running outside of your prime. Yep. And anything yep. before, like if you're doing like early years, if they're not productive, mm-hmm. that's you learning. Mm-hmm. But he was productive from almost from jump. Yeah. yeah. The only season he wasn't all pro, I uh, mean, uh, a Pro Bowl caliber player was his rookie year. Which I'm sure he probably split time with somebody else. Or was probably. Well, he he earned his credit, and then they're like, oh, this guy's amazing. And then ever then since he then, seven-year Pro Bowl. Like, every year he went to the Pro Bowl, he had five all – like, it's, it's ridiculous. I agree. Like, you, so, you, you're probably right. Yeah. You're probably yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like, I'm, I, there's I, I, look, there's nothing wrong with being hesitant on, I just, on saying I, 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 So, they, they're letting people you know? get in left and right with Hall of Fame. I'm like, I I would rather limit that. Like, they're letting people it, get in. Well, here, here's the thing. It is limited, though, because, like I said, a four- to eight-person range every year is not a lot. Not when you have a 53-man roster every year and there's 32 teams. Yeah. I mean, think about that. I, 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 there's some – I don't know any specifics because I can't remember who I'm thinking of. But there's been a few that are not necessarily just the NFL but other Hall of Fames. Mm-hmm. That I'm like, why the fuck did this guy get in? Like, I, oh, yeah, I yeah, get yeah, he was yeah. good, but, like, Hall of Fame good? Like, no. Um. So, like, okay – because, like, basketball, they're talking about 90% of the league right now is Hall of Fame worthy. Yeah. Half the league is is, is Hall of Fame about. I'm like, it, that well, doesn't make sense as to it, me. as it changes, okay, so, like, it's one thing, like, you're seeing right now with the NFL is the prolific of, of pass high, like, pass heavy offenses yes. and stuff. But I think there's That's also, cool. there's also, okay, so we found out a way to do this one thing 10 years ago, and we've been capitalizing on it, and then someone found out a better way. But here, the thing is, is once that one thing is learned, it trickles down to your college level. It trickles yeah. down to your high school level. So, like, someone like Drew Brees, who who I'm not saying he didn't have raw talent. I'm saying Drew Brees is not as talented as Aaron Rodgers. He went to Purdue. Okay. Like, Purdue was not – not a. I mean, no. it's a football school, well, but it's not okay. a good – but, but I'm talking about just raw talent, okay? Yeah. Like, the, the immeasurables. Like, Aaron Rodgers just has that that talent that it's you can't even quantify. He's got the arm, he's got the yes. brain, he's got. Whereas Drew Brees was more like Drew Brees had to go and get hurt to get in the right frame of mind to become the player that he was. Yeah, you know, like his injury is what, and he wasn't. A lot of people say, "Oh, he was shitty with the Chargers." No, like he had some good seasons with the Chargers as a young quarterback. Mm-hmm. He had a couple bad ones, but he had some good ones too, and he even made the playoffs with the, with the Chargers. Really, I don't know. Yeah, well, I think. The other thing is, is he had Ladainian and Thomas on his on his team, Thomason on his team. Yeah, yeah. So that helped out. But yeah. the point is, is Breeze wasn't a terrible quarterback, and if it wasn't for like a Philip Rivers and just how that whole whole thing went up, um, or Drew Breeze's injury, Drew Breeze might have still been a Charger, you know. And who knows what would have happened? Yeah. But his injury happened. But the injury is what made him focus and become. A student of the game Re- to the next level, yes, and he had to get himself. his brain there. So Breeze is—he's he's not that he isn't talented, but his football IQ is definitely next level. Yeah, you know, and that's what helped him to have the, the career that he had to dial in. Because even to this day, he's considered—you know—in his prime, he was one of the the most accurate quarterbacks to ever play the game. Like everyone said, yeah. That. I- I mean, so, up until the, like the last year or two. Well, statistically, three, three, he was three years. But but the point is, is you know, shit. Even a couple years ago, 
as a fucking thirty nine year old, he was throwing pretty passes. He's just his deep ball went away. Yeah, you know. Which and, and then but, now and then now he's his accuracy's not as good as it was, but he has no arm strength though. So yeah, you know, it is what it is. He still could probably throw a football way better than me. Oh. I probably can. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, can. He's gonna be like seventy and be able to pass the ball yeah. better than I can. Like that's not a question. Yeah. Um, but but for Drew, yeah. like when you like you could put up standards and be like, oh, this is a quarter. No, but for like Drew Brees standards, his his level yeah. has gone. Yeah. Up. Just for yeah. his own standards, but, not, but, but the league. But what my point is is, you know, with the way the league's trending and all these different methods to to make players better, and it trickles down to these high school players and these college players. And they don't have to go through that transition as as you know as hard as like a Tom Brady or Breeze had to when they were coming up. Yeah. So they're already a step ahead when they enter the NFL, and that that helps out a lot, you know. Um, so that's something that creates a fucking Patrick Mahomes who is has all the talent in the world. And then he comes in, and as soon as he learns the system, he's just a god. Yeah, I mean, there's he, no he, question about yeah, it. Yeah. Dude, the dude's amazing. You know, he broke records his sophomore year in the NFL. Yeah. And that was only because he was learning behind another quarterback his freshman year. Who was, who was I mean, I'm a big Alex Smith fan. Being a Niners fan, I always pull for Alex Smith. I like Alex Smith. I, but I'm not I like him, with his replacement. Like, no, well, he, you, you replaced Alex Smith with with uh, yeah. Patrick Mahomes all yeah, day. Yeah, 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 and Alex Smith, as a Niners fan, was a game manager. Yes, he had Frank Gore. Yes, he had a phenomenal defense. Yep. Oh yeah, he had David Akers, who was yeah. on top of the well, world see, during that that span. That was that was some of the argument against like uh, Colin Kaepernick. Regardless of all the all the side stuff, we're talking about on the field. Let's let's not get to the politics. No, it just okay. On the field, yeah. I'm saying. Well, here's here's the thing. Colin Kaepernick came into the league. He had Frank Gore. Mm-hmm. He had two solid wide receivers. Vernon I'm not Davis, saying Hall of Famers. He had Vernon Davis. He had Vernon Davis Hall of and, and he had uh, – who's the other one? I can't remember. He had another one that was was solid. Not not elite level, but solid. So, he had two, two receivers plus Frank Gore. He had a good O-line. Like the, the O-line was probably like top ten in the league at the mm-hmm. time. But the defense was top five. Yep. So, like, if you're a quarterback – you want you want to go to that team That's where you every single day of the week. Yep. You have weapons. You not only have receiving weapons, you have a run game that has a weapon. You have protection by the whole line. And you have a defense that can bail you out if you make mistakes. Yep. You're going to be great in that system if you have a certain modicum of, of talent. skill level. Just or talent. Just, just talent. a little talent. And look, there's no question. Or, or you can develop There's no question. Yeah. Colin Kaepernick was an athletic an athletic guy, but he was a, a, he was a mobile quarterback. Completely um, his passing just wasn't great. So he, as a as a Niners fan, watching that replacement of him when he came in and played really well for for the Niners in that Super Bowl run mm-hmm. when Alex Smith was hurt, like it was a hard choice for as a Niners fan. It was like, man, I really like what he's doing, but I yeah. also like Alex Smith at that time was actually not a great quarterback, not a good quarterback. He was just a game manager, yep. but he was he did he did make he was mistakes. efficient. He was efficient. He, he was someone who wasn't going to turn the ball over. Yep. And he was gonna. He was as long as you had Plus, that. It was game, his team. Yeah. Like he, like mm-hmm. he, it, it's not like he like took time off to just go do. No, something. yeah. Like yeah. He, he got hurt yeah. playing the game. Mm-hmm. So like it was his. It was the due diligence of it. Yeah. And so like when he got replaced, it was a hard. And when he left, like when they basically when he went to Kansas City and Colin Kaepernick took over, I fucking love Colin Kaepernick because he was yeah. so good. Yeah. But then, as you if you actually watch his, if you like, you could look. They could look and say, oh, he he threw this many touchdowns this year. I'm yeah. like. Yeah, I mean, I get that, but yeah. how many games did they win? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, they didn't, they didn't win their games. Why? Yeah. 
And because had, they didn't have the defense that was good. Yeah. Oh, so you mean, so when they had a good defense, he won more games. Mm-hmm. So actually, it wasn't him yeah. that won games. Yeah, the defense yeah. kept him. And then you had games where, so he'd have an amazing game, and then he'd, he'd follow it up with, like, a one-touchdown, yeah, three, like three, three interceptions. Throwing you know? 350 yards in the first game of the season against Green Bay after the, after yep. the Super Bowl mm-hmm. and balling out. Yeah. And then the game after that, throwing, like, three interceptions, yeah, they a did, touchdown. Did do shit Doing terrible. Year. Doing yeah. terrible. Yeah. And, and, like, do I think, you know, again, like I said, politics aside, do I think he, could, he should be on a team, you know, as, as at least a backup or something uh, like minimum, that? Minimum, yeah. H- hands down, yes. That, is that's, is that's he better a than uh, 32 quarterbacks right now? Uh, I'd probably have him over Drew Locke. I'd probably, I mean, have, I'd I'd, probably have him over... I'd, I'd put him in a couple areas and see what he can do, for sure. There's no question. I'd uh, have him in Jacksonville. I don't, I don't I'd have think, him in the Jets. I, I'd have him in... But, but to, to say all that, if I had a Colin Kaepernick on my team, he's a placeholder. He's a placeholder for someone better. Yes. So you could say, is that starter? Yeah. I mean, starter quality is the range, though. There's a difference between a Patrick Mahomes and an Alex Smith, mm-hmm. and and we need to understand that. So like you can be a placeholder quarterback, you can do good enough to manage the game, or you can be that guy who can bail out a team in a tough situation, who can be you know t- take the team on their back and throw for 400 yards, yep. four touchdowns, and win a close game, you know because the other team's also amazing, you know. Yeah. And, and I don't think Colin Kaepernick's that guy. No, he 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 just he 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 was a not as good version of Russell Wilson. Yep. Yes, I think he's a little bit more athletic than Russell Wilson, and he's a little taller. Yeah. He might have a little bit more of an arm, mm-hmm. but Russell Wilson's just – I think he does way more of the in the brain part of football. I think he spent more time in the in the locker room, in the film room. Like I think mm-hmm. he just dissects defense better. Yeah. Yeah. Even being undersized, I, like, I would have Russell Wilson, even though technically they're a lot alike, mm-hmm. I would have Russell Wilson over yeah. – over, uh, Yeah, well, I mean, Russell, Russell's done a lot too, though. He's done great for he's done good I things think, for Seattle. Like he, I mean, the problem the problem with with the Seattle is, I mean, their O line has just never been good at pass blocking, ever. Yeah, I mean, I mean, he's getting sacked at least forty times a season. I think the rate is is it, it's 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 astronomically high. I'm gonna I want to look at it. We're, we're gonna because the the sack rate is super high. Uh, and it's not and the the well and the fucked up part about that is is that's with Russell Wilson being evasive. Yes, avoiding contact, and he's still put in a position where where you know he can't fucking uh he can't get away from getting sacked. Yeah, there's so, only so much you can do. Like, oh, hands down for sure. And I just don't think their run game's there. I don't think Chris Carson's the option. Like, Chris Carson has if, flashes. If, if Chris Carson can stay healthy, yeah. The problem is, is he gets hurt, and like he's not like I drafted him. Uh, this year in one of my leagues, and uh, but I, I drafted him in like the third round, which was good value. That's good value for for him. I drafted Dalvin Cook, and then oh he did get this year. Yeah. Oh he was amazing yeah. this year. Uh, I drafted him first round this year, and he lived up to it. Like always, like scoring him out. Like yeah, I dra- I drafted him the year that he got hurt. Oh see, that's what sucks. So I drafted him, and he wasn't really hurt. He might have missed a game this year. Uh, so I drafted him, then I drafted Julio second round. Um, and then Carson was there third, and I was like, "Well, fuck, I can't pass yeah. up, can't pass up Carson." Yeah, my my so, was... And then I ended up with fucking um, Metcalf. Not bad. And then I ended up picking up Justin Jefferson towards the end of the season. Nice. Oh, yeah. Fuck, yeah. So I I drafted one. I drafted Ingram over or uh, not Ingram. Um, here Henry mm-hmm. one overall, mm-hmm. but I had like pick eight. So I was like, you know what, fuck it. So I went Hen- uh, Henry pick eight, and then Mahomes pick. 
14 or 15. Mm-hmm. It was it was a 10 man league. I'm like, they're like, why'd you pick a quarterback so soon? I was like, because I picked the quarterback, not a quarterback. I picked the quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like it's not like it, I didn't okay. pick up Drew Brees. You know, like I picked up the no. quarterback. Well, well, it depends. Like I, I'm never going to draft a quarterback first round, but if if I if okay, so let, let's say if I'm on like the two three turn, and Patrick Mahomes is there, I'm probably going to draft him. Yeah. Now it all like I said, it's all it all all depends on the position you're drafting. You know, and where you think you can get him. It's kind of like arguing. Okay, are you going to draft Travis Kelsey in his prime in the second or third round? Or are you going to draft a wide receiver that would probably do about the same production? You know? Yeah. But you're filling up a limited roster spot as opposed to a multiple oh, roster spot. Yeah. It just – there's so many different avenues of it. And this year is the first time I actually won a money league. I've won other free leagues. Like, I've, I've got plenty of championships on free leagues. But my, my money leagues, those are the serious ones. And I've only won one. And it wasn't even my main one. I, I, uh, I joined a dynasty league this year. That's what I won. One, my, my team was – One of my buddies – he 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 stopped all fan, like all fantasy football this year. Like he's like I'm done. So he was like, you want to take my spot? It's like a fifty dollar buy in every year. And don't get me wrong, he left me with a good team. Like I had Russell Wilson, Calvin Ridley, uh, Robert Woods. Um, at the time, I had Hopkins and David Johnson, and then I had Travis Kelsey, uh, Steelers defense, and another kicker. Well, and I fucked around. And I, I traded Hopkins and David Johnson for Saquon Barkley, which at the time that was before not, before he got his which, towards ACL, probably good, not a bad, not not solid, not bad, but it pissed me off that he got hurt again. Yeah. Um. So I ended up trading Saquon Barkley for Justin Jefferson and another player before Justin Jefferson blew up. But I knew just like I I felt like Justin Jefferson was yeah, up. So it actually paid off. Yeah. But the problem is is. So, like, my team needs – I need a running back. I don't have any good running backs, but I won the championship this year. So, you get, do you get to draft the rookies? Is that how it works? Yeah, you, you have – so, Dynasty, you have three a three-round draft. And you have first, second, third round. And then you can draft rookies, and then that's how you – that's how you keep your team up to date. You can also trade draft picks to get other players. That's kind of Or cool. trade players and draft picks to, to get other Yeah, because like, the number one overall this year is if you need a quarterback, you're going to try and go after well, that's – you know, you're going after fucking Trevor Lawrence if you want to, if you need a quarterback. Yeah. Look, you can say what you want. He's going to be probably a round one pick one quarterback. Oh, no, no. I'm not I'm not arguing yeah. like that. Yeah. Just, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, Jacksonville's not a great – I I understand. But what I'm saying is NFL, most yeah. people who are – even in a dynasty league, if you're drafting a quarterback, it's beca- probably not because you directly need one right your quarterback now. Is on you the just other need hand. one in a in a way, like yeah, in a couple of years. Yeah, dynasty is all about future. Yeah, you know that's what I want. So, I want to and like because I struggle because I, I really need a running back. So I struggle with trading one of my wide receivers to get a running back. I have Calvin Ridley and Justin Jefferson. I've got like another eight years of top ten production from those two players. Yeah, I I, so I, I like Calvin Ridley, but I I don't know. Um, if okay. I'm making a choice Let me put this two, I can't really In fantasy He's a top 10 wide receiver Yeah His stats He was top 5 this year In many stats Calvin Ridley Yeah Calvin Ridley Yeah Now the problem is Is there's so many Good wide receivers That, that those numbers Could fluctuate They yeah, could yeah. be better But the point is Is I've got a top 10 Wide receiver For another 8 years Yeah And then I got Justin Jefferson Who had his rookie year Last year So he's got another 8 years Minimum yeah, yeah. So It's really hard To justify trading One of them For a running back For Two years. For five year. years. 
Yeah. yeah. Um, just how injuries happen yeah, yeah. and running backs that. work. No, that's I, I, so, I, I, from that aspect. And then I have Robert Woods as a flex. Yeah. No, no, he's great as a flex. He's yeah. great. He's someone who can get you 20, 20 something points. And then the next now next week he might get you eight. Yeah. But the point is is okay. And then Matthew Stafford is now the Rams quarterback. So They're Robert Woods' value about that, might be better yeah. now. I don't know. I don't know. The problem is is who is is Stafford gonna pepper Cup Cooper Cup? Is he gonna pepper the tight ends? I don't know. But I would say that Robert Woods is still gonna be that guy. He's gonna be that you know the the short route guy. Yeah. Um, fucking what's the position? The uh, the slot receiver. Yeah, yeah. he's going to be the slot type, slot, slot receiver Inside type guy, role. Yeah. So Robert Woods' value is in PPR, and it sucks because this is like a half a half point PPR lead. So half point D, uh, dynasty league. Mm-hmm. So I don't get as much points as I want, but Robert Woods can still get me ten points every week, which is fine. As, yeah, ten as catches. a flex. Yeah, it might get ten as a flex and a half point. That's great. Fifteen. Yeah. Thirty. Well, hours. he's won me some. Like he won me some weeks. Yeah. Like he went off and scored twenty eight points in a week. You know, Robert Woods has big game potential. The problem is, is golf was inconsistent. So it's hard to gauge. If Stafford's more consistent, Woods can be a top. And he will be. I, yeah. Golf is not a yeah. top-tier quarterback. No. Golf, golf is, uh, I mean, does he have some ability? Yeah. Will, will he be like the end-all, be-all? I don't mm-hmm. think so. No. I think. Uh, I think I think uh, Den- uh, Denver Detroit's going to be looking for a quarterback in the next year. Yeah, I don't think Drew Locke's the the guy. No, uh, I'm talking about Detroit. But like, oh, I, I said I, I, I said, said Denver. Denver. Okay, I okay. did, but I meant well, I mean the Lions. They did a one for one. Yeah, like oh, they, they did a one. They traded. Yeah, golf. no, I know, I know. I, I don't. Think, I don't think he'll be. I don't think golf's going to be years. the guy. But I don't know what the Lions are doing. They got enough. They, they let go of, of Patricia. They, they, well, they so, hired Campbell. Okay, they did. Yeah. So like, but the Lions are in a. I mean, they're from a ground up building stance right now. They're a blue collar team. Um, they don't have a lot. I don't think they have a lot of draft capital. I don't yeah. think they have a lot. It's just like no. it's just like. Oh, they're gonna have a shitty couple of years for sure. Uh, they can get back on track, but it's just like Houston. Houston has no draft capital. They have nothing. Well, they traded. Well, their last year traded away everything for for for, for, nothing, for, for nickel next, and dime. Yeah, they like D Hop for yeah, David. Yeah, uh, David yeah, Johnson yeah, like, and, and a first round pick or so. Like not even no, no, not even no like saying, it's like he traded away a first round pick for yes. <laughs> and D Hop for like David, David Johnson, Johnson and, and maybe some role player. I don't know. Yeah. Like it's fucking like that's why I don't I don't blame you know Watson for leaving wanting to leave it's just Watson literally just signed a fucking five year contract yeah and and he he doesn't have much of a leg up to stand on because if he if he doesn't play he's gonna lose millions every game yeah but I I don't and the new the new player agreement the new the new players agreement with the mm-hmm. NFL like um, players who sit out the fines are a lot stricter like. Everything's a lot stricter now. Yeah, yeah. With, the, with the new with the new players, uh, CBA or whatever the fuck it's yeah. called. Um, so like, I'm not. I want to be surprised if the Texans get the farm from somebody for Watson, but I also want to be surprised if the Texans are like, you know what, sit on the fucking bench. Fuck you, lose money. You know, because even if if Watson sits out, he doesn't accrue a year of playing time. So what on his body, he does. Oh, is it six no, no, games? no, 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 no. But see, the way the NFL works is you have to play a certain amount of games every year to accrue one year of playing time with that team. So if you don't play the entire season next year, you still you're you, still hooked for those so, five seasons. So, yeah. so yeah, so like if you are on a five year contract and you sit out the entire season next year, you still owe five years. But now it's another year forward. Yeah, now no, the, that makes sense. I now, imagine. now rinse and repeat. Are you going to give up half your career to try to leave the Texans? Mm-hmm. Are you going to play? What are you going to do? Are you going to pull a fucking um? What's the running back from the Chargers? 
that went ended up in Denver. Uh, what's his name? It's not Eckler. It's it's the other guy. Uh, you know who I'm talking about. The one that was the Mel- starter before him, Melvin, Melvin Gordon. Gordon. Melvin Gordon sat out. Remember? He, he went to the. Uh, he went to the Broncos. Atlanta. No, Gordon. Gordon. Melvin Gordon. Gordon. No, I'm thinking of Todd Gurley. Okay. I'm Todd yeah. Gurley. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Melvin Gordon went to the Broncos. That's right. That's um. I was just trying to remember the name, but Melvin Gordon sat out, but he came back the week that he needed to come back in order to yeah, prove a year. Yeah, week six or whatever. Yeah, was. yeah, and he played good, and then they traded him the next year. Yeah. They just don't want to pay him, which is fine. Uh, they had Austin Eckler, apparently, and he's also a beast. He's a, he's yeah. a, a super athlete. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, the problem is, is after stuff like that happened, they, they sat down to re- renegotiate with the Players Association, Yeah. and there are a lot stricter fines and, and rules and, and penalties for sitting out now. So, do I think the Texans are going to potentially give up Deshaun Watson? Yes, I, I do. I think it could happen. It might not happen this season. It might happen next season. They might push the envelope to see how far Watson's willing to take it. Yeah. Um, but like I said, somebody's going to have to give up the form. There's no way you're not going to give away an elite caliber quarterback, franchise quarterback who's 26 years old, without paying up a lot, yeah, 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 yeah. a lot of money. All the money, all the all the all, draft picks. all the money. Yeah. Like, give me half your team yeah. kind of capital. Um, and I don't know what teams in the league are willing to do that, and how and where they go from there. So, like, you because you have win now teams, you know. And I don't. Does Watson have a trade clause? I think that's another thing I want to ask. Because like Wilson, Russell Wilson has a trade clause, like a no trade clause. Yeah, so, he has to give. So one off of that him. was the whole thing. Because like I, Wilson doesn't want to leave the Seahawks. Like he even said, you don't he think so? oh, he's, he's, okay. I don't think I don't think he wants to leave the Seahawks, but I, teams were calling. So I think Wilson was just saying, like, look, I don't want to go anywhere, and I have a no trade clause. So if you plan on trading me, these are the only teams I will agree to. Otherwise, you're going to be stuck with me. I'm not yeah, going to agree to yeah. the trade. So I think he I think he was being amicable with his team because you don't want to say, but you don't know whether or not, not he really like Deshaun wants Watson to leave says he wants out. It's not that he say he he's not gonna play. He yeah. says he wants out, which yeah. is a different. Once you once a player has put that mentality, yeah. they'll yeah. fucking retire. Yeah. Like he's not showing up to the facility. He's not doing anything. Yeah, problem. that's big. Like, that's he's where stay home. that's where the tra- problem. The that's problem. Where comes the in. problem with all that is, like I said, like you just signed a long term contract with them. But what leg do you fair, have to stand on? To be fair, he signed a long term contract, and they got rid of the GM, and they got rid of the the head coach. Uh, no, trade no, no, away no, stuff. But well, I'm not pointing to the fact that Watson doesn't have. A right to feel how he yes, feels. Yes, fair. What I'm saying is, is from a, a legal standpoint, from a okay, because the whole point he's beholden to that contract. Yes, yes. yes. Yeah. he has no legal stand standing. Yeah, but he could also not play. That's, he could also that's his only card, yeah. though. And like I said, and that hurts him also. I think. I think it, financially I, it doesn't hurt, hurt him. Yes, it loses him a year of playing potentially. I think. Like, I think it hurts the team more. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm and sure. That, and that's where, because we're getting into the age where where players are having more pool than they used to. Mm-hmm. They're having more weight. Well, but football's a little different because you have just, a very high well, caliber. The high the high salaries and the winning it takes a certain kind of players and teams recognize that. And that's why I say a team. There's a team out there that's willing to sell the form for Deshaun Watson. There's yeah. no question about that. But who is it? And and who? Specifically, would do that. Who would take on that contract? Who has the who the has capital? who has the draft capital? Like, I don't think the Niners. Have, well, I mean, they they have some money. People could make. But. Well, I think it would depend on how much of a cap. Because in contracts, just because you get a player doesn't mean you're taking on their entire contract. No. Sometimes you renegotiate. That's part of the sometimes, negotiation sometimes in trade talks. Trade sometimes team. I'll give you a first round pick for you to keep the well, cap. Well, it's like. Um, you know, 
who sh- somebody shipped off somebody and they still were getting paid from the other team. Um, I forgot who it was, but they were like the, yeah. other, the other team was still paying for it, and they were just like well, for like yeah, well, and that's how like dead dead cap space is created. In, yeah, uh, you know, in the NFL, it's like Carson Wentz got traded, and the Eagles are still paying are still paying like twenty five million in dead dead yeah. space this year. So, but that's another one where I think it's a, I think it's a perfect fit for Carson Wentz as a as a Colts fan. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I want Carson Wentz, but as well, from a from a oh, they have three really good running backs, a really good defense, and a really top tier offensive line. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're set up. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and here's perfect. the thing: Carson Wentz, the old line wasn't as good as Eagles used to have O line wise. Mm-hmm. What weapons do he have? I heard Ertz. I mean, Goddard's, Goddard's, got rid of, Goddard's a good tight end, but, like, there's no real good wide receivers there. I think They had nothing. The players that were supposed to be kind of good got hurt. Like I don't blame this season all so, the It's not no. – they weren't so back. Uh, the point the is, is Wentz came back from a from an injury and then had nothing to work with. Yeah. And it's hard to see whether or not He's coming back as the Carson Wentz we want him to be, or if the injury affected him, yeah. or so the Colts are going to be a good experiment to see how good Carson Wentz is. Because honestly, I was on the Carson Wentz train when he was a rookie. Like I watched him, I saw his, mm-hmm. you know, his his words, yeah. like his Gruden camp and and all that other stuff. And I'm like, man, I really I think this guy is good, you know. And then he had that season that helped lead to a Super Bowl win for the Eagles. You know, he got hurt, but Nick he's the reason. He Nick Foles comes yeah, plays, yeah. plays absolutely Nick phenomenal. Nick was, was, was channeling Carson Wentz. And, yeah, I and, mean, you know. I don't think Nick Foles can take that whole season and, and I, I don't either. The, bring him to a Super Bowl. I don't. I think Nick. I think Foles or uh, Wentz, if he's healthy that whole year, still they still go to the. I think so too. I, I, I think don't, so too. Do they win the Super Bowl? I don't know, but I, do, do I? I'm going to say yes, but think, but. I mean, I'm not gonna say Carson, I don't say Carson was playing lights out. There's too out. many intangibles. Yeah, yeah, there's too many intangibles. But I'll put it this way: Carson was playing lights out that season. Yeah, he. Fucking if he would have been playing like he was playing that entire season, they would have won that season. Yeah, I honestly do believe that. Now, I, I'm, it's great that Foles stepped in and had an Eli did they beat, type did they playoffs. The did they beat the Patriots in the Super Bowl. Yes, that, the was, that was the, the that Patriots. Was the only other, that was yeah. the other one. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I'm looking up like the current. Team salary cap space to to see who has cap space because like there there are destinations where teams could definitely use Watson but who can actually afford them like I would love for the Saints to get Deshaun Watson I think they can't afford them but but I don't know if we could afford them I really don't no I don't I don't think so I think they would have to oh I I imagine they could try to finagle it but they would lose they would lose they would have to give give up more players than 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 necessary so let's see. Oof, that's a lot of that's a lot of cap space. Okay, so Jacksonville yeah. is at number one with eighty five million cap space. That's plenty. Positive. Yeah, it's plenty. Uh, the Jets are at eighty two. Plenty. Uh, New New England's at seventy two. Yeah, they're always high. Washington's fifty eight. Ooh, they just they just released Alex Smith the other day too. Yeah. They didn't resign. Washington Washington would be an interesting place for. Deshaun I think it'd be a good fit because he's got Terry. He got he's got uh, he's got Terry McLaurin. He's got uh, the, the, he's the got tight end Gip, is really good. The tight end Antoine Gibson. Forget, what's his name? Is it? It starts with an L, right? Like Thomas, L Thomas, L Thomas. Yep. Yep. Um, both their running backs are good. Gibson and Antonio Gibson and, and, and uh, I had the running back. He's the pass catcher. Fucking, I can't remember his name. I had him this year though. He was a good. I, I had one when, of them on my team. When Gibson went down, he was the backup, and he was a good PPR guy. He'd catch like five catches. A game. Yeah. 
So I think he had like 80 catches this season. No, I mean Washington's so, got a solid, and plus they got their defense. They got fucking um, Chase Young. Chase Young, like that would be a good team for him to go to. That would they, be a great. And they have the cap to, to, to push it. Uh, Cincinnati's at 47, but I mean no, Joe, Burrow, Joe Burrow's there. Uh, yeah. The Colts are at 50 mil. Do you think? I mean, do you think the, the Bengals will do that? Would they? Would they get Joe Burrow? Would they say we have room for? Deshaun Watson, do we bring in, in Joe? Because right now, I, if it's today, this season, I'm choosing Deshaun Watson over Joe Burrow because we know what Joe, we know what Deshaun Watson. And can honestly, do. it might cost you less because Joe Burrow's on a Joe Bur- Burrow is still at a talent level, and even with what he he did with the Bengals, because I would hate to see him in New England or in Houston though. I would oh, too, fuck. but I think Houston would definitely like that trade more because at least you're trading for you're, tra- you're trading for, for somebody a, with more for years. a first round quarterback pick. Who actually did good as a rookie until they got hurt. The problem is he got hurt, and also it's the Bengals. So yeah, I mean the Bengals wasted Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton, Andy Dalton's good quarterback, so good. Like he wasn't wasn't elite, but he was good. Yeah, you're right. Oh man, AJ Green was hurt a lot too, though. That's the not early in his years. His no, no. When him and Dalton, but his later, but his later years. Andy Dalton was a top five uh, fantasy quarterback. Like when AJ Green was a top five. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 yeah, they well, oh, for sure. But, I mean, the problem is Green started getting hurt, and there was a three- to four-year period where he couldn't play. And they never could – I mean, like Giovanni yep. Bernard was on yep. top of the world. Yeah, but they also had bad coaching. Jeremy Hill was a ball, yep. balled out there. Yep. Like, they had, a, they had some oh, really man, good fantasy coming out. Oh, for sure, Bengals. for sure. They had some good oh, yeah. talent. Fantasy football-wise, most certainly. Because yeah. um, they, they were always playing from coaching, behind. man. And that division is a rough division. No, we have the, we get the Patriots and the Patriots. No, no, we have uh, the Steelers, Steelers, Ravens, and the Ravens, and even the Browns. Now, which then, now, I mean, the Browns defense was always kind of because they solid. always had draft picks yeah. on the defensive yeah. side. They always drafted them. Yeah, they just couldn't get a quarterback. They spent so many because well, they because they went based on hype instead of went based on yeah. what they mm-hmm. need. See, I was a big fan of get, like if we're gonna redo the 2017 draft. Mm-hmm. If I'm choosing quarterbacks, where they're going, I'm bringing Josh Allen to Cleveland. Yeah. And I'm sending. That's a good fit. I'm sending uh, Baker to any either West Coast or Southern team. Mm-hmm. Houston. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I still feel like Baker's still kind of developing too because he didn't have a bad season this year. I, my biggest thing is I was hoping Josh Allen, because I lived in Wyoming when he was at Wyoming. I got you. So like I see, I went to one of his games when I played Fresno State. Like mm-hmm. he would be a perfect fit in. Cleveland, because so they play half. The Bills, though, man. Oh, I agree. Like yeah, I'm not yeah. saying like they've done a great. Yeah, yeah. What I'm saying, like when when it was coming down to it, mm-hmm. they wanted Baker. Now I'm a huge Baker's fan, but like Josh Allen going down and playing in in Cleveland, mm-hmm. like playing half the year out in the snow. That's what they played in Wyoming. Yeah, that's what he did. I he did you. that for three seasons. Mm-hmm. Like I'm like, it's a perfect fit. Yeah, it could have been a great. Half fit. your games mm-hmm. are outside, plus the other half of your games, you're playing Pittsburgh outside, Baltimore outside. Yep. Yep. You're playing Cincinnati yep. outside. Everybody's outside. Yes. You're literally paying ninety percent of your games mm-hmm. outside. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Uh, I think the Bengals would be an ideal landing spot, though. And I think it. And I, and I say that because the Houston would be getting a potentially great quarterback. Like it's I said. it's beneficial for both teams. It's beneficial for both teams, which would also honestly the person that's taking the biggest hit out of that would be Sean Watson because now you have to play outside in cold. In yeah, and you're also going to the Bengals. You're going to Cincinnati. And you Cincinnati would Cincinnati. you would rather go to a winning team, so. Um, Let's go ahead and take a break, and then we'll we'll hop back on the cap train. Okay. Okay. So let's. All right, we're back from intermission. We got another beer and potty break, and mess with the dog a little bit. So, uh, 
apparently this episode is just going to be all sports, pretty much, except for a little bit of Magic the Gathering, which yeah. I'm, I'm fine with. I'm going to post this one directly to my sports group. Nice. But, like, y'all listen to this. So, and then I did I did my episode last night with Travis uh, Boone, and I don't know if he's going to listen to this whole episode. <laughs> he said he's, he's, he's listened to every episode I've had. Really? Yeah. So, but he's not a sports guy, so I wonder how much we're going to lose him. I mean, it's tough. It's tough when you're trying to like when you're when you're trying to be generic. Not generic. That's a wrong word. But like trying to be um, where you're not trying to like focus in a, a group. You're not mm-hmm. trying to like single your. You're not trying to hit a specific, very specific demographic. You know? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. And my podcast is just whatever, wherever the conversation takes us. Yeah, more more candid so, conversation. Yeah, more yeah. Off the cuff. Yeah, and I mean, un unscripted, un unthought about. Pretty much. Which there is was, nice because you get it's a refreshing view. Yeah. It's like it's it, it's not a view you have to think about. It's it's literally what comes to mind when you talk about something. Mm-hmm. But it's really really refreshing. You don't see that a lot. Yeah. A lot of everything is so. You know, it's got to be structured, structured and PC. 20 minute bites. Like we're in A block, we're in B block, we're in yeah. C block. Yeah. We're doing all these different Yeah, because I work with a couple other podcasts and they, they usually try to cut it down to like an hour, an hour and episode, which is, it's a good time, but like if you're talking like this, I mean, we hit two hours like nothing. Yeah. It really did just, it just flies you know, by. it flew by like, like hell. And I always find like, I, I listen to a few podcasts and what I do is I just put them, I just put them to like one and, one and a quarter speed. On a half speed, oh, okay. when, when people when you're not having to deal yeah. with like accents or anything mm-hmm. where you have to really concentrate, is I just up the speed and just and just listen, you know? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, if I if I didn't hear something right, I'll re- rewind it. I got but you. Like, for the most part, it's really it's easy listening, so it's not. You know. Yeah, I mean, what technology is? I mean, three hours is too long. Take I mean, a break. I watch fucking Netflix on one and a half speed. That's, oh, really? I watch NCIS okay. because there's 15 seasons, so I'm like trying to follow yeah. through. I've been watching. Um, is it Criminal Minds? I've heard that's good. I have not gone into it. There's like seven or eight seasons. I'm mm-hmm. I'm on like the fifth season, and I just I take breaks every once in a while because I'll binge like a season or two, and I'm like, all right, I'm, I need to watch something else to kind of cleanse the palate. Yeah, I I, so, I do NCIS, and it's like, um, I think I'm on season four, mm-hmm. but I've seen probably ninety percent of the yeah. episodes, oh, yeah, 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 but yeah. maybe not in order. Yeah, you know? that's how it kind of was with, with me with like the Supernatural one. Yes, I watched everything. So uh, I first started watching that. It was kind of like sporadic during the day when it was actually on, on cable TV. TV. Yeah, yeah, watching reruns on CW. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, and then finally, I mean, with Netflix now these days, like you can watch it all. But I, I own the first. Probably seven seasons. Yeah, I probably didn't start watching it until ten, season ten came mm-hmm. out. Oh, I, really? Well, wow, yeah, okay. like I don't think I watched it on TV. Yeah, at I think all. it was around season six or seven when I when I when I got into it initially. So, and I'm trying to catch up because I haven't caught the last couple seasons. Yeah, I'm, I, I finished so, it. I don't know. Well, what happened was I catch up and then I have to wait like an entire year, out, yeah. and then I forget about it. So then, like two years would pass, and, and then you're like, oh shit, and then oh well, my streaming service doesn't have the new. The newest year out yet, so I gotta wait, wait for that. So it just became a, a hassle. So and then they finally ended it. I know which you know I know some spoilers. So I was oh, like, yeah. they finally yeah. they finally ended it. I don't it's think, I mean uh, it's well done. Like like they and, and they basically said they'll you know Jensen Ackles and uh, yeah uh, uh, Jensen and, and uh, I can't remember the guy's name, but uh, Jared Jared Pedalecki. Yeah. Pedalecki. Yeah. Well, it's funny. Jensen's married to the girl from Union. Yes, I know that. Yeah, uh, yeah. Which that show, like Supernatural specifically, um, I mean, they could have stopped it at, at season ten. 
I just like the way that they flirt around. They kept around it with going. The, I like how they flirt around with the Bible, but they also use other versions. Mm-hmm. Of, like, I think it's such a healthy difference. Like it's mm. so yeah. Well, I mean, it's a, it's a it's like a ton of mytholo- mythology. Mythology. Uh, you know, Greek, you know, Greek mythology. They, their main the main plot was more around like the God or the Bible, but they had like you know. Loki and other old gods. Yeah. But then you have these mystical creatures, you know, who aren't part of that dynamic. Yeah, like it's, just, a, it's such a well done show. Yeah. I mean, I, I, so the first probably eight seasons is kind of repetitive because it's like they hunt a monster, they kill a monster, something happens. Mm-hmm. You know, and they would like they would they'd have small storylines, but they didn't have like a driving storyline throughout every season. Yeah. But it, but once they got to like season. I don't know, nine or ten. Mm-hmm. They started like backfilling some of the stuff that they did. Like, oh, they yeah. did this, and it actually made this happen. Yep. which made this happen nine yeah. later. Yeah, which is really cool. They title which you know, then. like semi spoiler alerts. Like the main plot line of the series happened around that point. Yeah, and after that, it was like, okay, well, where do we go from here? Yeah, you know, and like I said, like they there was the option for them to close it up, but all the actors. Uh, Wanted to keep going, you mm-hmm. know, uh, especially Jensen and Jared, and like the they started fans, directing and writing the fans. The, the fans like, wanted it. it was One a, of my favorite episodes. People were still watching, so like the, the network didn't have an issue with it. You like, know, we're making money. You're yeah. making money. Yeah, the fans yeah. are happy. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. This is so a win-win. It, it, what happened was it hit its logical conclusion point with the plot, and they're like, well, "Well, we'll come up with some more stuff." And they did, and it was cool how they how they turned, you know. Turned it into something else and just kind of. Well, one of my favorite episodes is the episode where they go in to the filming of Supernatural. Yeah. Where like they're, it's the funniest dynamic because they're playing themselves, playing yep. themselves, yep. playing themselves. Yeah, yeah. It's actually like a three. They're yeah, having yeah, like pretend. Yeah. yeah. They're like it's, it's, it's Inception. So, it's supernatural. It's, like inception. when you watch this episode, <laughs> if you start thinking about like what's actually going on, mm-hmm. they're like playing themselves, playing themselves, playing. It's like oh my god, like they're like. Triple acting in one. I'm like, this is so funny. It's one of my. It's one of yeah. my standout. Oh, oh my definitely. Favorite definitely. Is that little like? I, I think, think one of my one of the most annoying episodes was um like the Loki episode or uh, the Gabriel or whichever one you want to call it. Yeah. Where it's the heat of the moment, where it's basically Groundhog Day, where uh, it keeps yes. repeating over and That's over. A, yes, yes, yes. I got so tired of hearing that song. <laughs> Just from that episode, because it <laughs> happened so many times, I was like, "Fuck!" It was a cool episode, but like, I don't think I'd ever want to watch that specific one again. Yeah, Supernatural, Super they did some really good stuff. I love the way that they they flirt with different, you know, biblical and mythological Ooh. like lines. Like it's so cool how they like what they do is they don't and they don't do anything negative. They don't like talk down on the Bible. They don't. They actually no, no. They, they do they do no harm. Yeah, in, in, well, in, in, against these, it, they explored almost every avenue of it, which was cool. And then just the characters, um, Sam and Dean, they had a lot of character progression arcs where yes. they were good, and then they were bad, and then they were struggling with this, or they were struggling with their mom, or they brought back their mom, or yes. a ton of things like that. Uh, so there was constant character Struggle development. Struggle with wanting to be Monster Hunter still. Um, and then be. even towards the end, or like where I'm at, I think I'm season 12, 13 maybe, and, um, you know, like Dean's just starting to to get um, disenfranchised with the whole thing. 
You know, mm-hmm. like he feels like he's not making a difference, and it's, it's stuff kind of like that. You yeah, know? and you can relate. So to, where, you like, can relate to that. like, like yeah, you work like, every day. He keeps struggling to do good, and he just keeps getting beat down. And you know, and it's starting to wear on him, which is fair because a lot of bad shit happened to him and <laughs> Sam yes. throughout the entire season. If you uh, haven't, if you haven't watched that, that's a definite. It's a great show. It's man. A, it's, it's long. If you, if you like supernatural stuff, yes, at all, like if you like ghosts and demons and vampires and and even mythology. like religion mythology like supernatural is the show to watch hands it's, down. A, it's well written yep. uh you know yep. they as you can see as actors they get better yep because early seasons they're i mean they're oh, they're, they're oh, not they're not sure. refined like sure. these guys started when they were in the mid-20s yep. and now they're both you know late 30s yep. early oh, 40s they, they grew up Practically a you know a huge phase of their life. I mean, they would film in Canada, and then like Jensen, you know, Dean's character lives in Austin. Yep, he lives full time in Austin. Uh-huh. And, you know, like that's like that, that's a that's a that's a show on the top of the list of, of like to. Uh, it's one of my favorites for sure. Yeah, I, I mean that I need to buy the rest of the box sets is what I need. Not not just like for the like sci fi um, genre, but like overall. Like, yeah, it's, oh, it's oh, overall oh, like in these. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like Game of Thrones minus the last two episodes or three episodes. <laughs> I mean, Game of Thrones. I didn't even watch. Really? I, I just. It was amazing. I watched the part of the first episode. They push a kid out the window, and I'm like, I'm not watching this because I'm not watching. I'm not riding this emotional roller coaster. If I don't have. It to. was. It like, was I'm not watching. Like this, I have no interest in seeing people die all it, the time. It was really good though. I mean, I I I saw. I don't know seasons five. I was watching. It was, with a I mean, of mine. all of it's intriguing, it. you know. Yeah, for sure. I, I, is it good show? I'm sure. I just, I, yeah. I don't, I literally don't have any interest mm-hmm. in watching. Mm-hmm. So, like right now, like the one of the things I want to find is The Sopranos. I want to watch The Sopranos. Yes. Like that. All, you know, I want to watch it too. All of honestly, my, all my family has watched it because they all watch it on TV. Mm-hmm. It actually is one of the most influential TV shows of the 2000s. Well, it's one of the most popular TV shows out there too, though. Like it's yeah to this day. I mean, I don't know anyone that doesn't know about The Sopranos at the very least. Yeah. So, um, I would like to go back and watch it because when I was growing up and it was playing, like I wasn't watching it, yeah. but I just didn't have the option to. So it's not like I. You it know, was on premium cable. Yes. Yeah. You know, yeah. 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 You know, it was one of those you had to watch weekly. I just never did that. My parents did. Yeah. You know. And then um, what is it? I'm trying to. But you have Netflix. Yeah. Oh wait, first off, what's this? Oh shit! Yeah, is there a new season? Of what? There's not a new season. Damn it! Mindhunter on Netflix. I want to watch it. They have. It looks like an animated uh, Pacific Rim series. I saw, uh, I saw that on Netflix. Right, right, yeah, yeah, right here. Yeah. I'm I'm gonna go ahead and add that to mine. <laughs> um, no, but I'm looking for. And I'm sorry, people. I'm always just bad at names. Um. I need to watch Night Stalker because I heard it was really good. Um, it follows a the story of a the hunt for a serial killer. Is it anime or something? No, no, it's it's a it's a docu series. Um, this is real life. Like this is this person who um, got caught like in L.A. and it's only it's only like a four it's a four episode season, so it's not a whole lot. But like, there's a couple. There's just a lot of scared people because, like, the the M.O. of the murderer 
wasn't the same thing. Like, mm. you know, some murderers, they only like to stab people or whatever. Yeah, it's well, only blondes. This person this would, yeah. would constantly update their method just to keep people guessing. And that's why it was so hard to... to that's dangerous now. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, they're, they're a piece of shit, but... There's so much intrigue in that. Like, that's a... Well, it's a... It's, it's real life, for one. Um, and people just in general have a... Um, an obsession with, uh, with murder, with, I heard like, okay, so like I was listening to Rowan the other day and he said like the pathology behind it is that like, there's a, there's an evolutionary mechanism because back in the day, life was just brutal. Like you killed, yep. to, you literally killed to survive yep. and murder was a constant. So like people would kill other people just to survive. Mm -hmm. So, Cause like, cause you think about murderers and how they always have fangirls, you know, like groupies or people like yeah, Ted Bundy. Yeah, with all like the you know for a fact this person brutally murdered someone and you want to be their wife, yeah. you know. Um, it's like how do you get to that point? So the 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 psychology behind it was basically saying, um, the evolutionary desire to have a mate that can crush yeah. other people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, because there's there's a there's a sentiment of safety. Because if, if the person you're with can protect you as well as their self, then, like, it's just a mechanism. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah. You feel, you feel safe. Yeah. If you it's weird like, yeah. how, how you would be like, oh, that person's a murderer. I like that. But there's an actual mechanism yeah. that, that supports that idea it's yeah, yeah. from a, a, an evolutionary standpoint. So you, you'll get these weird-ass, you know, people who are like, oh, I don't care that you brutally raped and murdered and ate. You know, twenty people. I want to marry you. Fuck, what the fuck is that? Like, are you crazy? Yeah. Are you crazy? Do you want to be eaten? Because I mean, I'm sure that can be arranged, but yeah. Yeah. Right. Oh, I imagine if that person got out of jail, it would most certainly Maybe happen. Maybe here with this time. Like, yeah. Um, I'm, I'm trying to think of a, a famous Netflix series, and again, I'm, I'm pulling up blind on uh the name of it, but um. It's basically one that takes place in like the seventies or eighties, and it's with those kids, and uh, like they play D and D, and then one of them disappears. Oh, Stranger Things! Yes, have you you watched Stranger yeah, Things? Amazing. Do you love it? It's awesome, yeah, right? It's amazing. Yeah. You ready for the the next season? When is it? Is it never sometime released? this year? Right. So I know something's supposed to be released in late March, but I don't know what show. It was supposed to be released a lot sooner, but COVID. COVID kind of yeah. It's funny, actually. Uh, I was at a Braves game. Well, I was at a Braves game, and when Finn Wolfer, Wolf, what was his name? Is Finn Wolford or whatever? He was at that game. Mm -hmm. He was in the crowd. They like the stands, like they shot the camera on and stuff like that. Yeah. All it says is early 2021. But the problem is, is I'm having a hard time sorting between. Um, COVID, you know, okay, so let's see. This is a March 3rd, so it's happening. Mm, release date, they're saying, uh, okay, no, that's not right. I don't know. They're not giving a, a specific date is what it looks like. So sometime this year is, is, what, is what they're saying. I don't know. I'm not going to dig too deep into it, but. 
That's crazy. Uh, it's a great, it's a great series though. Uh, the the feel of it, like the time setting of it, it's it reminds me of watching. T- so I, I, one of the one of my most favorite TV uh, movies of all time uh-huh. is The Lost Boys. Awesome, yes, it's one of my favorite Amazing. movies. It was on VHS. Travis, you better watch it. Or is it Ricky? Some of the people that uh, I've had on, they haven't watched The Lost oh Boys. Oh my god, it's so good. I think it's it might be Travis or Ricky. The problem is they have a horror podcast. And they watch a lot of horror movies. They haven't seen The Lost Boys? And one of them never saw The Lost Boys. And I want to... Is it overly scary? Not right now. Yeah. I mean, it's got uh, it's got the girl from... It's got the wife from... I mean, it's got... Uh, oh, my God. What am I doing a blank? Die Hard. It's got... Uh, yeah, I, I know who... I'll uh, forget her name, but... No, I, no, Die Hard. The, oh, Die Hard, the movie? Yeah, the, the main actor from Die Hard's in it. He's Oh, uh, Bruce? Bruce Willis? Yeah. Really? He plays the bad guy. In the Lost Boys? Yeah. That's Bruce Willis? That's not... No, no you're, I'm you're, thinking of... You're, 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 you're talking about Kiefer Sutherland. Yes. Keith, so Kiefer Sutherland, Sutherland. Yes, who's an amazing wife. actor. Yes. Um, this is him, young, my, blonde kid. Like, my, my wife watches a show where he's a president. Oh, um, um, the last... The... the, the Survivor. Uh, it's... Uh, uh, the last... It's um, Designated Survivor. Designated Survivor. And I want to watch it. The problem is my wife watches these shows, and I intermittently just kind of walk through as she's watching them. So, like, I want to watch them, but I've already seen kind of too much. So, so. <laughs> the Native Cyber is actually really cool. It's amazing. But the point, my point is, is his, his acting chops, bro. He's good. Because if you watch him when he was, like, he was a bad boy growing up as an actor. Like, he, he would play. I mean, the Lost Boys, that's what he did. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. But it wasn't just that, the Lost Boys, because he played in several other roles where he was. Was he in The Outsiders, too? think so but my my point is is like he his roles when he were he was younger were more of a bad boy roles right right. and designated survivor he literally plays like an empathetic president yeah who's amazing like he's great great acting is is my point uh that's someone who i was like damn dude dude can act like hardcore you know the lost voice is that's such a good you know uh, it's such a good show. It's iconic, man. It's just an iconic movie of the time. And, like, even though... Because, I mean, you can't compare 80 horror, 80s horror to today's no, horror. It's you, two different things. You well, watch Nightmare somewhere. on Elm Street and yeah. you see Johnny Depp get sucked into the couch. And yeah. it's funny. Yeah. But, like, in the 80s, it wasn't oh, yeah, funny. Yeah, it was, yeah, like, that's yeah, terrifying. Yeah. I mean, you just got to understand, like, we've become very desensitized Well, that in, to in, some in, stuff. that and the quality yeah. of graphics, like, oh, the, oh, the CGI down. that we have yeah. now where things yeah. are, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like even makeup, like you know, movie oh, makeup. Oh, it's next level. I mean, well, I mean, we have entire TV shows based on just makeup art, like FX yeah. makeup artists, and yeah. you're just like, my lord, that's amazing. Not only that, you're having people at home be able to make recreate some of these gory makeups. Yep. At home, like yep. that's just how far we've come in that. Mm-hmm. I guess oh, definitely, realm, definitely, you know? and uh, but it's one of those iconic movies. Even like if you're a horror buff, you should watch it. Like, there's yeah. no question about it. Uh, it's just it's on that list, you know. It's it's like the Friday the Thirteenth, like you know, or a Nightmare on Elm Street. Like it's a it's it's honestly even it's, if you don't like those movies, you should watch them at least. It's once. the two most prominent movies about vampires. You have that one and Lost Interview Boys with a and Interview with, with a Vampire. vampire. Which, That's uh, the two most in my mind. Yeah. When I think of vampire movies, not necessarily mm-hmm. TV shows, but movies. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. That and then uh my my only other one is uh from Dust Till Dawn. Don't think I've seen that. Wow, you need to watch it. George Clooney mm. is in it. Um, 
but it's it's a, a Quentin Tarantino film. Oh. So I mean, if you like Inglorious yeah. Bastards, if you like Once Upon a Time in, in Hollywood, if you like J- Django, like yeah, Quentin is amazing. Like that's what uh, he's he's in that movie, like because he plays in that movie as one of the side characters too. Tarantino, but, yeah, yeah. But from Dust to Dawn, man, you that's a vampire movie. You didn't I've, watch heard, that. I've definitely heard of that. That's a cult. That's a cult classic. Yeah. So. Lost Boys is on that list. Um, sure. And I, I mean, there's plenty of vampire stuff out there, but like the ones you said are probably up there in the pantheon as far yeah, as. Yeah, like you're talking about like classic. Classic vampire, vampire movies. horror movies, you know. <laughs> I joke about Twilight all the time. Uh, that's not a vampire movie, that's a show. It's, it's a vampire movie, but it's not a. I would I would struggle to call that a horror movie. It's not at all. Like it's, it's, I don't even think it was designed to be. It's horror. a vampire romance. It's a vampire romance. No, no, it's a vampire romance. Yeah. Is what it is. It's there's a there's a little romance. there's like a, a smidgen of horror, but it's mostly just a vampire, a vampire and werewolf romance. Yeah, it's a trifecta of all and, of stuff. And, and I've said it on the podcast. I'll say it again. Like I've watched the movies, and the movies actually hold up over time. They're not bad. They're not bad. But movies. but look, man, it's hard to get past sparkly. Vampires. vampires. I'm sorry. Or, you know, uh, but Kristen I, Bell's I, Kristen Bell. Kristen Stewart's absolute god yeah, awful she's, prob- she's a better actor now than she yes. was when she did that. If, uh, but she, she also plays all the same roles. What's the movie with uh, Dane Cook? Is it Dane Cook where he's like a carnival ride operator? Yeah. Uh, well, um... Is it Dan Cook or is that? No, it's Ryan Reynolds. It's Ryan Reynolds, it's Ryan Reynolds I think. I, I know the movie you're talking about. I it's forget, almost I the same the character. Yeah. It's yeah, almost yeah. the exact same character that will. Yeah. But I don't want to. Uh, yeah. Character. Yeah. She's gotten better. Like, go watch Underwater, which came mm-hmm. out 2019. I've mentioned it on the podcast again, but that one is an under the water horror movie. Mm. It's awesome. And she does a good job. Um, so. Uh, She's not a bad actor. Robert Pattinson is an amazing actor. I don't care what yes. anyone says. But he's always uh, for me. He's gonna be Cedric Diggory for me. But. I understand. Well, he's Cedric Diggory, but he's also Edward. Um, but I've seen some. But see, I watched a movie with, before. Before all of that, I watched a movie, and um, the basis of it took place around like the 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 nine eleven attack. And he was living in New York, and I think it, like his dad was involved or something. And it was more of an emotional, uh, yeah, drama kind of just a hard hitting movie. Yeah. And his acting was good in that too. Uh, so I knew him from that to start, and then I watched the other stuff. But um, the Lighthouse, it can uh, you could watch it on Amazon Prime. I don't know if it's on any other streaming services, but um. It's him and it's I can't remember this guy's name. He's one of my favorite actors. Um, have you you watched Boondock Saints? Oh uh, yeah. Okay, the the the, the, detec- the gay detective. Okay. okay. Uh, original Spider Man, the Green Goblin. Oh. Uh... Defoe, William Defoe. Yeah, William Defoe. There we go. Yeah. He's a great actor too. He's one of my favorite actors. Uh, well, I couldn't remember. He's in the Lighthouse with, with Robert Pattinson, mm. and it's an amazingly it sounds kind of it sounds, sounds familiar. dark, horrific movie. It just came out recently. Mm. I watched it. It's cosmic as fuck, as as the nightclub likes to say, and um, it's great. It's a great show. If you if you enjoy filmmaking, it's, yeah, it's, a, yeah. it's a wonderful, uh, amazing show. So. I would definitely watch that one too, if you're into horror. 
um, TV series. Uh, have you seen How I Met Your Mother? Yes. I, not I, the last season. I just got. You didn't watch the last I'm, season. Well, I'm not watching the last season. You should. No, because I don't want it to end. It's still good though. But I know. I I understand. It could be great. It could be phenomenal. But if I watch it, that means the show's never. I I, I'm, I understand where you're coming from. Yeah. But but go ahead and watch it anyway. Okay. I won't. <laughs> but okay. <laughs> <laughs> I uh I've been like half ass rewatching the entire thing. So I'd watch yeah you know episodes here and there. And I just finished it like last week or this week. Well, earlier this week, I watched the last episode. I was like, "Fuck!" It's such a, it's such a good show. I mean, is it the best show of all time? No, but it's one of the most. I find it one of the funniest it's, shows. It's one of my favorite. I love Jason Segel. It's one of my favorite comedy. Jason Segel, is that right? Marshall. Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah, that's right. Segal. I think it's his name. Yeah. yeah. I love Jason Segel. I. MPH, I love Neil Patrick Harris. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I love the Wayne Brady, Neil Patrick Harris. Oh, dynamic, yes, 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 yes. Where, yes. you know, Wayne Brady's the gay brother. Yeah, yeah the gay black brother. <laughs> and, and like, but, like, in real life, Neil Patrick Harris yep. is the gay. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's such a, yeah. it's just, oh, such it's a great. incredible dynamic. It's great. It's, it's, it shows, it actually shows MPH's, like, uh, like range. Yeah. You know, oh, definitely. From Doogie Howser oh, and all Oh, all, 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 for sure. Um, it's probably one of my top five. Like, if the world was ending and I had five TV shows to, TV watch. Shows to watch forever, it would definitely be it a would, it would yes. probably be one of the top. Yeah, like, it's hands down. It's definitely one of the And there's plenty of other shows I love, but, like, that I'd one. Actually, I, so, if it's a top five list of the, that's one of the shows you can watch, I'm going for longevity instead of going for, like, the best quality. So, like, Supernatural would be one because I have 15 seasons at 25 episodes a season. Well, yeah, I can but, watch 500 yeah, episodes. But, but even then, the quality's there, too. So, like, and that, that example, but that's, yes. but that's my, my point with How I Met Your Mother. The quality's there also. Mm-hmm. So, you have longevity and quality. So, like, Supernatural and that would probably be one of my two, like, top. Mm-hmm. Like, I will always watch this because I get that, you know, what I, I love. I loved Entourage. How have you ever watched Entourage? Really? I didn't. I didn't watch Entourage. I'm sorry. It's a Showtime show. Is it Showtime? It might be HBO. I think it's HBO. HBO. But it's early 2000s, so it's a little bit before I was of a maturity to watch a show mm-hmm. like that. You mm-hmm. know, it was on. It was only like three seasons. Um, yeah, I know. It was really short lived. Such a great. That's what I heard. I heard it was amazing. It was a short lived um, show. I have not watched the movie. I still need to watch it. They made a movie like. Eight years One of the ago. movies I want to watch is is, uh, is Peaky Blinders. I haven't watched Peaky Blinders yet on Netflix. I've watched a few episodes. It's slow. Uh, I'm sure it's interesting. I think I, I and I typically am pretty. I'm okay with yeah. British, British shows, mm-hmm. you know. But this one, I mean, I heard it was good. I don't it's, know. No, I heard, uh, I heard it was phenomenal. Yeah. I just I I try. Or, uh, it's just like, it doesn't keep my attention long. Was it? I, I haven't watched Sons Sons of Anarchy. So that one is amazing. That's up there. I need to watch it. Um, uh, see, and I didn't watch Breaking Bad because I watched the first couple seasons and I'm like, okay, this is this is hard for me to watch. It's too slow. Yeah, 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 yeah. So like, I never finished Breaking Bad. I mean, I know pretty much everything that yeah. happens. Like that. I never, I, uh, I never finished watching The Walking Dead. I quit. I, I stopped. I, a long time I stopped too. Also. Like four seasons, uh, five yeah, seasons some, in. Somewhere around like, there. It's just, it, it got way too pre- repetitive. Oh, they find a place to live. Oh, invaded by vampires. Nope, actually invaded by people. Then they have to kill people, leave, and find a place to live. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah, a yeah. rinse and repeat. Just, yeah, um, and it was too too much. It was too much of the same. Yeah, thing. and then eventually everyone character development was so slow. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Honestly, when they it was killed a good off show, the bomb, but it was, it was just it was, yeah, it was a good show, but it, it was time for it to 
the finish. Oh, I actually it's lived. Still I actually too. lived. Um, two or three minutes from the high school that the the character that played oh, the really? guy that played Carl, mm-hmm. where he went to high school. Oh, okay, yeah. that's cool. Like I, I lived like yeah. down the road, like, yeah. literally like less than five minutes from the yeah, high school yeah, yeah. in Georgia. Um, good shows. Um, I mean, I grew up like watching House. Love which House. I own. I own all the seasons really? of House. I don't think I've seen every episode, but I've watched every episode. I've watched every episode at least twice now. I love um, House. Every once in a while, I just crack it out, man. Uh, have you heard any of Hugh Laurie's music? Yeah, he has good music. He's so good. He has it's good music. Blue. I mean, he doesn't. Yeah, it's, it's not blues, mainstream. Blues and, and jazz kind of such um, good stuff. It's good stuff, but his acting in House is amazing I mean, too. He plays Stuart Little's dad. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Come on, yeah. And then, uh, so I watched a lot of House. He actually developed that that limp after the show. Like, he had it for a long From time. From walking with it too much? Because having to act yeah. on it so much that yeah. he actually developed it. Like, he actually had to, like, have rehab to get off of wow, it. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, he actually developed that mm-hmm. out, out limp. Maybe just the way the muscles built up. Muscle memory, yeah. 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 It's such a crazy thing yeah. to happen. And then, uh, True Blood. I don't think I finished it. You didn't finish it? I don't think I did. I know I watched at least the first three seasons, but it, it kind of... You, you want me to tell you how it ends? I mean, if you want, I don't, I don't want to ruin it for your people's... Yeah, well, fuck True Blood has been done with for... That's true. If you haven't what, watched five, it now, At least five you, years? Yeah, if you haven't watched it now, it's so, so the very last episode... Um, main chick, what's her name? Fucking Sookie Stackhouse. Sookie Stackhouse kills... Uh, boyfriend. Bill? Bill, yeah. Bill, Bill decides he can't live anymore. Straight yeah. up, like he doesn't want to live. Anymore. Now there's a bunch of shit that that happens. Like, yeah, they break up, they get back together. She ends up with someone else. Uh, there's, there's a, I mean, obviously it's a drama yes. slash horror or whatever. And uh, but essentially, like, he just feels too much out of his depth with the time, and he still misses his wife and kids from when he was a human, and uh, he just didn't want to go forward. So like, he lays in a coffin. With a stake over his heart and tells her to push. Why didn't he do it? I don't know. He wanted her to do it, I guess. Oh my god, so dramatic. So, so dramatic. Well, obviously. I mean, it's there. I mean, it, I mean you're ending a, a prolific series. Yeah. Like, so. Yeah, I definitely don't watch it. Um, I, think I, I think I watched up until about when they started messing around with the pastor. Mm-hmm. The pastor of the big church. Oh, yeah. That's yeah, about, yeah. That's uh, about that, what I can That shit's rough. He ends up as a vampire. That pastor mm-hmm. ends up as a vampire. Because his wife's fucking vampire or something like oh, that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, she's... She, yeah. I don't blame her. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I don't blame her. I don't blame her. Her husband was a, a little bitch. But um, it was a good series, though. I, I enjoyed it. It reached its conclusion. I mean... That's fine. The, the, uh, what's his name? The black guy. The Yeah, uh, uh, Lafayette. Lafayette's character yeah. was just one of my favorite characters oh, of all oh, for sure. of all time. For sure. You know, <laughs> with the... When you come in here, you you know the burger comes yeah. with lettuce, tomato, mayonnaise, and eggs. <laughs> like that, that line just kills me every time because he's like he shoves it in his face. Uh, like, he's such a bad. What you get for being fucking you know yeah. small minded piece of yeah, shit? Piece of shit. So uh, that's a, that is a really good show. That's a good show, man. It was a good show. Uh, I was ready for it to end when it did, though. I think it, it was. It was one of those time. that jumped the shark probably sooner than it should have. Probably so. There's just so much shit. Like the problem is, is when you have a, a show that revolves around like a specific romance, like a Sookie Stackhouse and Bill, Bill and and then like they break up, and like that always is like okay. So your main selling point is this relationship, 
and now you're ending it, and then like Suki just goes and dates pretty much every other like hot guy, yeah. and then ends up back with I'm like, fucking it's too much it's bullshit. Like, yeah. It's kind of like you know, which I never watched all of it, but it's kind of like like Dawson's Creek when when Dawson and Joey break up, and you're like, well, fuck this movie now, like fuck this show, like yeah. I don't know. you know. Also, spoiler alerts, but I mean. Dawson's Creek, I will never watch Dawson's Creek probably ended before I hit puberty, so I mean, if, <laughs> yeah. if, if if you haven't seen it and don't know it, I don't know what to tell you. One show that I, I'm looking at trying to go to go back and watch is The O.C., because I never watched it. Really? I don't, I don't have any desire to watch it. I, the, 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 uh, the, one of the one of the people I listen to a lot, they talk about it all the time, they're like, it's such a, like, it's not like an amazing show, but it's such an influential show. It is for an that, influential for that time, show, you know? but... Wasn't the style kind of weird though? Because like, wasn't it supposed to be set up as it's real, but it's not real? I think so. It's kind of like what it was. Like, I, I. I'm having uh, trouble connecting to the internet. Take a look at the help section in your Alexa <laughs> app. Um, I don't know if I like that that a whole lot. Yeah, no, I mean so, that's fair. I just that's kind of like saying like the Jersey Shore was influential, so I should go back and watch it. It, it, it. I, it actually is, and unfortunately, it's, it, it's it is probably so inter- it's probably entertaining. I watched. I'm not gonna it. say it's not entertaining. I watched some of it just because I thought it was funny. G- yeah. GTL. Uh, oh, oh yeah, yeah, Jim yeah, yeah. Tan Laundry. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. T-shirt well, time. Like. I always laugh when I see Snooky, and I'm just like, this is funny. Well, it's like just, watching because well, um, watching Party Down South. Is yeah, it's the same. Yeah, concept? I don't like. Well, I don't watch that, but like, I think the closest I well, get. Well, I mean, yeah. there was the girl from Eunice was was on. Oh yeah, like, yeah, I don't know if you yeah. know who she was. I kind of I heard about it. Yeah, um, like it was people, and I, I I met a handful of the people think, on it. It was like it was like I watched it strictly to laugh at me. Yeah, the closest I, I think the closest I got to it was uh like my wife and I would watch Big Brother together. All the time, and that's kind of the same genre. It's all these people in this house doing this thing, and there's drama, and that's all it is—is drama. Less about partying, more about just like living and playing games. Yeah, I mean, it was still partying stuff, but it was all—it was all you know, sabotage and you know, cloak and daggers, and like it's good. I don't think I I haven't watched Big Brother in at least a year or two now. Um, I've never watched. A just because we don't have regular TV anymore, so. I think it's a CBS production, and B, like the last few seasons I watched, to me there was a clear cut winner, and like he he they wouldn't win just because like one person hated them and they were the swing boat, you know. Mm-hmm. And I understand that it's also a social game, so like you're supposed to try to be friends with everybody yeah, yeah. to get votes. But like the person who would win instead of that one person was like one of the worst decisions to, to, to vote for. Yeah. Like their basically their biggest accomplishment was just surviving to the end. Yeah. Not like they'd win a couple competitions, but like for the most part it they was just flown to the it radar. Was, it was lopsided as fuck. And I'm sitting there going like, Y'all really didn't give this person the win. I was like, fuck fuck this. So I just mm-hmm. got tired of it. I saw it happened two years in a row. I was like, Alright, I'm done. Like <laughs> you know I you know, it's the same thing. It was like it was like Survivor. Survivor was such a big show mm-hmm. in the early two thousands, and yeah. then it just is like, all right, well, how many times are we gonna watch them in the the island of New Guinea, like doing, you know, all yeah. the, like Survivor, yeah, the like, same uh, shit. I, it, eventually, it all becomes played out. It's kind of like uh, American Idol, and I think, I mean, and I I get the appeal of those shows, and look, I'm not. I'm not against. Uh, well, they canceled American Idol. They they cut it off because they couldn't compete with. They did. America's Got Talent. And well, American Talent. It's, it's more interesting because you have more than just singing. Like you X have, Factor. And, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, and 
and I get it. Like, and, well, and that's why they, that's one of the reasons why they started allowing people to bring instruments because mm-hmm. it was a funner. It was it was much better to watch them play guitar and sing yeah. a country song than it was yeah. to watch them sing belt out some Kelly Clarkson. Yeah, it's like well, yeah, yeah. I mean, after a while, you're just like, eh. I'm tired of listening to people sing. Like, yeah. do something more than just that. Show some action. Like, I'm not, not saying sing is not a talent because not everyone can sing, but like, show some some like um, some dynamic talent. Like, show some like. You could put on a performance. Yeah. You can be. Yeah, yeah, you can yeah, command yeah. a stage. Yeah, or or well, it just allowed for variation too, because you don't have to be a singer. You could be a magician, or yes, as far as back other, got other parts, you know, or, or just straight up dancers who are really good at choreography. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Um, when you can showcase stuff like that, it's it's a lot more interesting to me. Yeah, that is. That, that's I'm gonna sit there and be like, oh, okay, then let's let's see where this goes. You know, you know, like the mass singers got this the the, the appeal of being, you know. Uh, unknown, so it's kind of a cool concept. Okay, so my wife and I watch the Mass Singer. Like, yeah. she, my kids watch it with us, um, and it's enjoyable. So, and like sometimes we guess who it is, sometimes we have no clue. Yeah. Um, who who do they have? What was it? Was, it, was his name Hunter Hayes? It was like a, a famous, a famous person from like a, from Louisiana who played the banjo and stuff. Hunter Hayes. Uh, Hunter Hayes. Yeah, yeah. He was on that. Accordion. It was yeah. on there too. Yeah, yeah. Know. He was like the astronaut or something. Mm-hmm. And like as soon as we heard, we we're like, "That's Hunter Hayes." Yeah, we know that boy. So He's and then like and then like yeah and then like you would see the clues and it was like Paul Crawfish and banjos. Like, and oh just, yeah, that's Hunter. I'm like, that's Hunter Hayes. Yeah. That's hand down. Yeah, you know. That. I think it's from what Brookridge. Something like that. I forget specifically, but like I remember growing up and. Seeing posters of him. Well, he would do all, all anytime we had a, a a parade in my movie. He was him and his grandpa's little band. Yeah, his little Cajun band. They would come and put on. Yeah, oh definitely. Because he's only I think he's a year older than me, so like I know for a fact that I've seen him. Oh, multiple for sure, times. sure. Just, and like, I, I saw Keon, like I saw him too. So uh, yeah, until they like list his hometown as being Nashville, then they're like, nah, fuck you too. Uh, well. That's where all the country music. Yeah, but go. that's where you can live, but not hometown. Yeah, yeah, you can say hometowns. Yeah, like bum fuck Louisiana. Say, you can say Lafayette. You don't have to say Bro Bridge. You can say Lafayette. Can I'd say, say Bro Bridge just to make people guess. Yeah, you ain't never heard of Bro Bridge. <laughs> so most, I doubt most people outside of Louisiana have heard of Bro Bridge. No. So if you went up to North Louisiana, they probably wouldn't have heard of Bro Bridge. They're like, bro, who? Huh? What? Where's that at? Yeah. It's okay though. Well, and for me, honestly, it's anything east of Baton Rouge. Anything east of Baton Rouge, I'm kind of like, unless it's Hammond or New Orleans. I don't really it know. Just maybe, I'm not, I'm probably more, I know more about like southern to central Louisiana than yeah. I do about northern Louisiana. Oh, yeah. Like, I can get around so, anywhere. But I mean, I used to drive, way. yeah, I used to drive to like Fouchon, south, south Louisiana. Oh, God. So, Fuck so like that. I would drive all through. Fuck that drive. Oh, it was like a four hour drive. Well, yeah, technically four. it was about three something, but I'd stop to get groceries. But all all told, it was like a four hour drive. Fucking terrible drive. Uh-huh. Yeah. I did it a couple times. I'm like, I fuck this shit. Do it. I'd work seven seven, so every week, every yeah. week, once once a week. You're not doing that anymore. Mm-mm. I work at Scott now. I do a, a CNC machine, plasma cutting. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's cool. That's cool shit. I like it. Get you home every night. Pretty nice. much. I think I would like the money that I was making when I was working seven to seven, but I like being home every night. Yeah. You know, and for the most part, the schedule stays steady. I had to work late yesterday, but this doesn't happen often, so nope. it's not a big deal. And I like the little bit of overtime, you know. We how's how's the market though? Like, 
it's gotten better with the beginning of this year, but like we had a six month stint between COVID and all field plummeting and and like we're not solely all field based, but um all right, we'll uh, we're not solely all field based, but like I mean half half of our a lot of the stuff we do was all field based somewhat, you know. So I mean Shit, my company laid off like half the people. We all took pay cuts, but we stayed open. Yeah, I'd rather take so, a pay cut. But now, work. like, we got our payback, so that's amazing. Like, they were really good about trying to get it back to us as soon as they could. Yeah. And now we're getting, like, I get, you know, about five hours of overtime every week. Uh, and we're, we're rolling as far as projects are concerned. So the start of the year so far is good. You know, we'll hopefully, hopefully it keeps up, you know? Yeah. It keeps us rolling. That's good. That is a... Uh, it's it's hard. It's tough when it's like. Well, it sucks because like there's there's. It's like, not when you're like losing work, yeah, and it's not your fault. Yeah, not not yeah, from like your yeah. production. And then like I was happy to have a job, but like I was like there are days where I literally all I do is sweep mm. the same clean spot. I just cause, you know I, like my work area was kind of big, so like there's plenty to sweep. But like if it was dirty, it take maybe two hours to sweep, mate. And like there's just nothing to do. But after a while, like we get all the upkeep done, we don't like. So we're basically waiting for stuff to cut. You know? They wait for. And I don't like. Time. And I, I don't like standing around doing nothing. Yeah. Like if I'm at work, I want to work because the time passes by fast, yeah. and I want to be productive and, and you know be a good show value you and yeah keep your yeah value you know so it. like you take what you you know you take what you justify get, from being there. That's what I'm saying. Nobody likes it. Well, some people don't give a shit, but like I'm not. You know, I'd rather be working. So. Yeah, if I'm going to be working and making money... Like, it was rough because there were some really slow days where we were, like, scratching our heads just trying to find something to mm-hmm. do. Uh, you know, and then now I ain't got time to do anything but work, which is also good. Yep. You know, I got I to gotta stop cutting stuff to do my upkeep because, like, the plasma cutting machine has a vacuum system. Uh, so, like, it'll vacuum up some of, like, the, sh- the straight iron particles. Yeah. And it, it, you know, it'll deposit it into these drums. Well, I got to change the drums out every once in a while. They will flow. So I got to stop to do that. Yeah. Or uh, I have a scrap bin. I put scrap metal in. I got to go dump that to the larger scrap bin outside. Um, the machine itself, we call them consumables, which is basically like an electrode and a couple other things, which yeah. is basically the components to cut stuff because that stuff wears down, you know, yeah. over time. So, you know, I got to stop and do that. So when I'm so busy to where I have to make the time to do it, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I like staying busy. I've always, I if I'm at work, I want to stay busy. Otherwise, I'd rather. Be I don't busy. mean I don't mind doing nothing at the house. Like I don't well, mind doing like last night. I, I played some Rainbow Six. Yeah, and, and like did nothing. I it just, de- beer, it, was just cold. it just depends what the job is. Like when I worked in Fushan, I had plenty of nights where I didn't have anything to do. But I'm out there for seven days anyway. You're stuck there. Like yeah. it's not like I can go home. Like I'm gonna go back to the bunkhouse and there's nothing to do there, or I could play video games, but. Like still, there's just it's not home. So you know, well, so here you, it's you like worked, oh, uh, you worked out of Fushan. Like did you mm-hmm. work off? I worked at I worked at a dock on Fushan. So uh, okay, I worked like we the were, Exxon one down there, or you worked at a different one? No, it was a different one. Um, but there are several locations with the company that I worked in that area, but uh, ours like because mostly it was uh, they would fuel boats, water boats, yeah, do all changes. And then, but at my dock, we would load boats with cargo to go offshore to the rigs. Nice. So, like grocery boxes, but also uh, any kind of equipment that they would need to do whatever baskets, mm-hmm. everything, cargo. So, uh, I'd run that at night. 
call out a crane operator to come help me and I'd help him load out. And I did all the paperwork and transfer and I'd fill up totes full of products and stuff like that. So did that for six years. Took that little boat, took the toll bridge cross and oh yeah, yeah. I had a, I had a, a go pass. Or... I didn't even know it existed the first time I went down there. I was like, I fucking found change in my car. I was like, shit. Yeah. Like I didn't even know this was here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, well, yeah. It. It's a recent. They built that bridge like a. They finished building that bridge a little bit before I started working at Fujian. So mm-hmm. that's all I ever knew. You know. I'd never even been down there because we worked take at a Grand Isles where I was. At. Okay. Yeah. 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 So like. It was Energy 21, not Exxon. I got you. It was Energy 21 platform. Not a platform, but it was. But, like, it was uh, for, like, two weeks. I worked at the at the little port, uh-huh. the dock area. Yeah. And I uh, worked in the galley, and then later on, I went offshore, like, twice. Gotcha. Jed was on my was on my platform. Oh, was he? Yeah. Dude, oh, was that must have been crazy. Well, I, I fucking I did all my work in, like, three hours. And so my only option was to make my work last twelve hours, or you know, smoke cigarettes on the dock on the deck. So I chose to smoke cigarettes yeah. on the deck. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Jen, yeah. I was, he'd be like, "Dude, you don't work." I was like, "I did all my work. All the shit's done. Laundry's done. All the fucking galleys clean. Everything's good. Everything's done." Yeah. I'm just literally waiting till till after dinner to do the rest of that. Yeah. He's like, "Well, fuck." I end up getting sent home early because the two other guys, the the head cook and then one of the other mm-hmm. galley hands. He wanted to stretch the days out to make them 16 hours. And uh-huh. I was like, I'm not going to work 16 hours if it's only work three hours. You know, it's only four yeah. hours worth of work. Yeah. So, like, you know, they're like, they sent me home because I wasn't working. I was like, and I looked at the platform foreman or whatever it was. He's like, we're going to go ahead and send you home. I was like, okay, let me let you know that I've done all my work. I'm literally waiting for more work to happen. He's, mm-hmm. like, he's like, well, you know, you couldn't find anything. I was like, I'm a fucking galley hand. If yeah. there's no bunks, if nothing's there, I can't do anything. Yeah, yeah. I can't. I cannot make work. Yeah, yeah. Well, some people like like you to make like you to look like you're working, even when there's nothing to do. Yeah, I mean, I could disappear um, and take a fucking nap inside, yeah, but I don't want to do yeah, that. No, like I've struggled that with. Like I struggled with that with my boss when we were slow. Yeah. Because, like I said, there were just days where there's nothing to do, and like, forget what it was. Um, so like we have scrap metal and. Then we, we have drops. So drops are, are pieces of metal that we're going to use again for later cuts for smaller parts yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Whereas scrap are, are usually smaller parts that I keep because I might be able to use it for like one or two little parts here and there, but it's not enough to justify keeping for a bigger, you know, a bigger cut. Piece, yeah. So, and uh, I want, we were building a rack to put the scrap pieces in in case we wanted to use them later on. And uh, there's, there's three of us, and and one guy he was he was welding the rack, and I wasn't even helping him that much, but mm-hmm. I was just there. I'd hold I'd hold like what he was welding so he can focus on just you know, welding. welding yeah. And then in between that, I would just stand there and then wait until he gets the next piece, you know. So there wasn't a whole lot to do. There's nothing else to do. Literally nothing else to do. Yeah. But I was looking busy, like you know, like I was doing something, you know. And I had like one hand in my pocket. It was cold though. Like this is middle of winter. So like it's fucking freezing and my hands are cold. So I'm like alternating warming my hand yeah, up and then yeah. my, whenever I need to hold it, I would stop what I was doing, hold it, and go back. Well, whatever reason, my boss got pissed off because my hand was in my pocket. <laughs> so he pulls me side, side, starts trying to chew my ass. He's like, you know, you can't stand around, do nothing. You gotta look like you know, and don't hang out near other people. Like he doesn't want us to congregate and look like we're talking or something. Yeah. And I'm like, I was like, okay. I was like, all right. What do you want me to do? 
Well, uh, what are you talking about? I was like, no, 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 no. Give me a list of things to do. Oh, you know I don't have anything. I said, oh, okay, okay, okay. So you know there's nothing to do. You already know that I've done everything I can do. So why are you fussing me for not having anything to do? You know, and like I'm not like I'm not inherently good at finding stuff to do. Yeah. Like if I know it needs to get done, I, I get it done. Yeah. But if, there, if, 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 every, if everything I know that needs to get done is done, I can't. I have a hard time finding something else. Yeah. You know no, what I'm saying? I struggle with that too. So I have to, so I have to sweep or you know repeat something that's senseless. Yeah. And pointless. And I told him that I was like, look, you make me a list. I don't care what it is. I'll do it. You want me to repaint some shit that don't need to be painted? I'll go, I'll go paint it. I don't give a fuck. Like, if that's if that's what you're concerned about, make me a list. I guarantee you the list will be done before the end of the day. And you better have another list for me tomorrow. Otherwise, I was looking like I was doing something. And then you came along and fucked it all up. So, you know, <laughs> like, he was just being... And I, and I understand what he was saying. You know, like, he doesn't... If the boss is coming... Like, the bigger boss is coming yeah, around. Yeah, you have to keep that. He wants us to look like we're doing something. And I, and I get it. But at the same time, like... Don't get pissed off because I'm not looking the way you want me to look. Like, and when you know there's nothing to do. Like, I'm actually trying to look like I'm doing something, and you just came and interrupted it. So, you know. Yeah. It's just stuff like that. And I just sit there and like, why? I've always been but when we're working, there's no complaint. No, no, yeah. of course. Of course. That's well, when, when everything's busy, you're yeah. good. Like, you know. Well, that's, I mean, I'm good at my job when we're busy. Yeah. Like there's, you can't complain. So this is one of those things. I'm sitting there going, whatever. Um, but he just can't stand not doing something. Like it bothers him. It bothers me, but not to that extent. Like he'll start moping around and <laughs> just kind of like looking like dragging he, his feet. Yeah, yeah, looking like he's a wet dog. Yeah, it's like, like, bro, like I mean, it sucks. Don't get me wrong, it does suck. But like, don't let it affect your your mentality. Mm-hmm. On a day-to-day basis, like they know that we're not busy, you know we're not busy. Like, there's nothing you can do about it. So, and then I mean, the hope is that like I'd rather stand here and do nothing than not have a job. You know, <laughs> I mean, that's yeah, the alternative. Like, yeah, like yeah. at the rather, end of the day, would you rather be bored and have nothing to do and get paid, or have, not have a job? Yeah, not be getting so, paid. Nothing. And we know the work's coming, like we're going to get busy, like, because it was just the whole, with the election cycle and the end of the year. A lot of know. companies are slow on spending money. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. like, yeah. it was compounded, and then sure enough, here we are, we're in March, and I mean, we're we're rolling, bro. Good. We're doing That's good, and I'm happy, like, I hope, I hope, I hope we get busy enough to where they hire another person to help me out, mm-hmm. you know? Because, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. like, we're, well, do see, this, do before they laid off, we had five people in our area and then they got rid of two. So there's just three of us and I operate the cutting table. Well, technically you should have two people on the cutting table, uh, one programming it to cut the, the metal or whatever, which I don't do a whole lot of programming, but it's just setting the measurements and stuff like yeah. that. And then the second person alternates between helping me load and unload the table and cleaning the parts that we cut. Yeah. While there's another station. What are they cleaning with? Oh, grinders. Mm. So, uh, usually, a, um, uh, just a, a certain grain of grind pad. I forget the grain yeah. specifically. So we have like steel brushes we can use too, and, and different things like that. But normally it's grinders. We'll just clean the edges, get the rust off, and send yeah. it out. Yeah. Put a, a job number on it, and then um, and then we have a press, and it's like a six hundred ton press. Jesus Christ! Um, 
Well, it's hydraulic, but yeah, it, yeah, it puts yeah. like 600 tons of pressure. And uh, we use that to bend, bend parts. So, and normally with the stuff that we cut or make, because like we make mixing tanks and, and stuff like that, yeah. there's walls and stuff. So you need two people to be able to line up because there's bend marks on, like the cutting machine cuts it out, puts bend marks on it. And then mm. the bend marks is where you hit it with the vending machine. Yeah. So you need two people to really line that up properly. So that's mm. a two-man job. So normally you need at least four. And then we had a fifth guy who was roving because when you were really busy, like you needed that extra guy just to help out. Wherever Swing stuff. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 So, you know, and then when it got slow, they got rid of two people. Well, we're starting to get busy again, but we don't have those two people. And then mm. a lot of the stuff on the, the vending machine takes two people. So I'm by myself loading, unloading, and cleaning parts. And I'm, I mean, I'm getting it. Yeah. You know, like there's no complaints. I've heard no complaints. You know, I've been told I'm doing a great job and, and that's fine. But like, I want to get so busy to where they get me a second person to help You're me like, out. Like, yeah, you know, you, that would be, you need to have somebody. that would be the ideal, you know. So that's badass. I, I mean, it's, I've never, one of my favorite jobs that I ever had was steel supply units. Like, yeah. It was and it was just like sheet metal and mm-hmm. angle iron and just cutting it to if they needed like two foot, ten foot, yeah. whatever yeah, it was, yeah, yeah, yeah. buying you know, cold roll and rebar and mm-hmm. flat iron, whatever the fuck they needed, whatever we had, mm-hmm. aluminum. But we had a little aluminum, yeah. like a little press. So us, we we deal with uh, mild steel A thirty six, um, aluminum and stainless steel. Yeah. So, oh wow. Yeah. Uh, and most of the time, it's larger sheets of it, and we'll cut sometimes it's smaller. Like so 20 part. by 10s or 20 by 5s? Okay, so so the mild steel is, is 40 by 8s and 40 by 10s. Mm. But those are what we cut walls for tanks with. And then uh, stainless and aluminum, the biggest they'll go is usually like 8 by 20. Mm-hmm. And they're more they're more bendable. Yes. Well, well, stainless is just heavy. It's heavy, heavy. Mm. So stainless steel is... Cause, and the stainless, we usually cut thicker, but stainless is heavier than mild steel. Um, so I've never had to cut a 40-foot sheet of stainless, but I've cut maybe like an 8 by 20 And then aluminum's more like bendy and stuff like that. So um, usually 8 by 20 but it's usually like even stainless, we don't cut a whole lot of stainless, so it's usually smaller sections. But those are the three metals we normally deal with. And we'll go up like the mile steel will go up to like two inch two inches of thickness. Really? Yeah. So and then those sheets are shit. Two inch thick metal, I mean we might get like a I don't know, maybe like an eight by six sheet or eight by five sheet. Like it's usually not yeah. that big. But it's so heavy, like yeah. and the cranes we have can only lift so much anyway. So Yeah. You know. Yeah, I was trying to think like when I worked we had I think every once in a while we'd get forty foot sheets mm-hmm. and we cut them into twenties. Yeah, we had eight by ten. I'm trying to think of all the different heights. Yeah, I mean the most common I deal with is is eight by forty, and then uh, eight by twenties are usually your two. Yeah, because uh, we do like some ten gauge stuff. Yep. And the ten gauge we don't get any bigger than a twenty foot section. So. Not so like, but fucking. Majority, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's uh, 10 gauges is, is 0.135 yeah. of an inch. And we would actually do up to 16 gauge, which mm. is like 0.060, I think, yeah. or something like that. It's thin as fuck. 
Yeah, I think, well, like, I we did, just, we, had, we had, I think, 18 But, like, a 16-gauge, we wouldn't even do 20-foot section. Like, 16-gauge is usually, like, an 8-foot section. Yeah. 8 eight by 4 And as soon as you go to, like, move it, it bends. I can lift it by myself. Like, I don't even crease. need a crane. Yeah, yeah you yeah, get like, a crease in it or something. Whenever they send a 16-gauge, I literally lift it by myself without a crane. So there's no point. Like, it's it's so much quicker, and yeah. it's not that heavy, so. Yeah, uh, yeah we, we used to deal with a lot of that. Yeah, and that's and the kind of stuff we would use for like maybe uh, and electronic plates, you know, for so displays or, or mm-hmm. something like that, you know. Uh, maybe we'll use 10 gauge for like a battery box. So. That's cool. It's, it's fun. Like, I enjoy it. You know, I'm not passionate about the job, but it's I enjoy going to work every day. So. Yeah, it's it's not a job. And it's, it's fun to deal with the metal and, and to you know, I, we like I have a plasma torch with the table that I use to cut mm-hmm. instead of like that's an cool. acetylene torch. Yeah. So that's cool. Plasma torch. Cool. Yeah, what's yeah? It's yeah. fun. It's fun. It's hot. I got a burn mark right here. Fucking. Did you burn it on something or did you burn with it? Uh, so what happened was, which you can't even see it anymore. Well, you can kind of see it right here. Like it's red right here. And it's red right here. That was a line. Um, I was cutting out some walls, and like normally, the way cuts work is we'll it'll start like a quarter inch from the side uh-huh. to give it a little bit of a, a space, you know. So, and in order to lift the walls, we have like clips or clamps, but the side gets in the way, so we cut those off with the with the plasma torch. Mm-hmm. Well, one of them had some tension on it, and I was holding it down. And I went to cut it, and it slipped out from under my fingers, mm-hmm. and it did. Oof. And then it stuck right here. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, oh, yeah. Ah. It happened like I don't know, uh, not this past week, maybe the week before. So and I just kind of cursed. It, 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 I mean, it didn't really hurt that much, but it was just yeah. I, I took fuck. A, I took a sheet metal to the foot. Oh, you see that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I took a sheet. I well, like a, I got fucking like you'll see like little little spots like this, or uh, are you taking flat like here? No, it'll be like a piece of metal. Will fucking drop or, or skip, you know? Yeah. And just like brush me on. Yeah, that one. I took a two. It took a whole. It took a chunk out. Mm-hmm. It, so like we were trying to put it on a uh, on a forklift to mm-hmm. put a sheet, and like we had one guy on the other end. And I was on this end, and we were adjusting it like left yeah. and right, and then I adjusted it, and then he adjusted his back, and it just hit right on my foot. I saw. I yelled. I, I fucking ran away. I like I ran away, but like I, I walked away cursing. They're like. And they're like, oh, don't fucking bitch about it. And I, co- I come back and my whole fucking foot's swollen. No, just yeah. I, I have a giant because I'm like, oh, okay. it's just you pouring out yeah. blood. Yeah. And, I, and I end up patting it up and ace bandaging it up. Yeah. And I'm, they're like, oh shit, I didn't realize it cut you. Yeah, fucking. Yeah. It didn't yeah. just hurt. Yeah, like, this is metal. And it went through my skin. I ended yeah. up having a, uh, I ended up going to the doctor and had to like take the brush. It was like a wire brush, not a wire brush, but like a clear, mm-hmm. little plastic bristle brush. Mm-hmm. And like, it made me clean it out. Ooh. Oof. That don't feel good. Oof. I uh, one of the guys I worked with, he was changing the tools out on the press, um, and like it's it's basically like kind of like some little hex hex nut nuts that fit in or something like that to hold the tools in place. And the tools you have different blades and different bases mm-hmm. depending on on the thickness of what you're trying to bend. Yeah, and he was trying to pull one out. And it was stuck and then like dislodged and caught his two fingers and just smashed them. So like they swole up. He broke both of them. Had to go get them like, had to go there. They had to drill a hole through his nail to relieve the pressure. Mm. Like, um, it was rough. And he, he wasn't too bad. But then the other guy <laughs> did the same thing like two weeks after that. 
when the other one was on vacation, smashed his one finger, broke that, had to have surgery on it, like to get it right, and mm-hmm. it's still not one hundred percent. Still stiffens up on him, but like, point is, is you're dealing with some metal and, and some just, shit, yeah. and and um, it's kind of like you said, like you know, trying to clean out the, the metal particles out of mm-hmm. Fuck all that, man. Oof. <laughs> oh, the little tiny bristles and open wound. Yeah, it's like, yeah. oh, it's not a big deal. Well, it hurts mm. like a fucking motherfucker. Yeah, though. yeah, no, no, thank you. Let me drag this high grit sandpaper across your <laughs> yeah, skin. Yes, you know. Yeah, let me rub my foot on good concrete. Pretty much, yeah. it just it's rough. It's, it's like when you think about like road burn or road like road rash like that. Ooh, you think like it's just the little, little grimies of, yeah. of the road. Oh inside, yeah. Oh like, yeah. Fine. yeah. Well, no, but, but that's gotta come out. Like somewhere. you see someone's helmet and it's just literally like just a flat chunk out, just because mm-hmm. it just slid against. You're like, oh, oh, you know, another part of their body made contact oh, yeah. at some point. So, whew. and I was one of the motorcycle, but fuck. I don't know about all that. Shit, I actually think about getting one for you. Sell my car and just have a motorcycle. It's convenient. Because I would just, I can walk to stuff. Albertsons, I can do whatever I want to do, and then when I want to drive to go to the platter, Mama, or go, mm-hmm. you know, you need laugh or something like that, I just get the motorcycle and roll. Yeah. Yeah, it's not even a bad drive, really. Well, I guess we can wrap it up. We're at the three hour mark or so. That's, that's so good. You got to start getting ready, I guess. I'm going to make my, my way back. I'm going to have maybe like a movie night for the kids. Yeah. They went shopping, you said? Yeah. My, my daughter's uh, getting her um, her her first communion. Nice. Or whatever. Mm-hmm. So she needs a light dress. Mm-hmm. So my wife was like, oh, yeah, I got to go. Saturday, I got to go with my mom and, and the kids to go shopping for this. I'm like, oh, okay. Communion. Going. What's the deal? I'm going to Baton Rouge. She's like, oh, okay. She she knew I already had this plan. Yeah, I told her when we talked about it last week yeah. or whatever. I told her about it. So, uh, but initially, like I normally do the podcast at night, and uh, this is my first episode doing it during the day. During the day, yeah. you know, because everything else has been after nine o'clock. So, mm. I'm not nearly as tired as I normally am. Um, so like I told her, I was like, but so like that's why when when I talked to you, like I I texted her first. And I was like, what time are y'all going shopping? Mm-hmm. And she said, well, we'll probably go around ten. And I was like, okay. I was like, hey, you want you want to do this at like ten o'clock? Yeah, okay. No. So that way, like, I'll get home and they should be back by. If they're not back by the time I get home, which will probably be about three o'clock, I'll be surprised. <laughs> like, what the fuck are y'all doing? Well, anyway, listeners, this is uh, CJ or a Christian gamer, as, as we like to say. Uh, it's fun talking with you, bud. I had a great time. Yeah, I really appreciate you having me on. I'm glad, man. I'm glad. So, y'all take it easy, people. Um. Next week, I won't be recording for this. I'll be doing Tortured Earth with Kenneth. Um, and I might just take a break. Being I've, I've released like four episodes in the last two weeks. and But besides for that, I'll, I'll have some more coming out. So y'all stay tuned.